Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 5 and 6 of Lord of Chaos, A Different Dance, and Threads Woven of Shadow. Enjoy! Welcome everybody to the Will Reads. Yeah, episode six, uh, yeah, episode oh, season six, episode four. I don't even know where we are. Um, <laughs> the old six four. The what old up? six four. Yeah. Good I time. see you threw me right under the bus as to why we were late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find an excuse on why we're already late. And really, You're I don't not wrong. Chris under the bus. So um, I, I, I usually throw Chris under the bus. So it's um, yeah, I'm, I'm um, cool with that too. Now it's Chris's wife, by extension, Chris. I have a yeah, master's like degree, so it doesn't mean I get like 15 minutes. Isn't that how it works? Isn't I, that, think that, so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. We in theater we call it the Equity Eight because if it's a it's a union show, it's going to start eight minutes late. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just there, there you go. Yep. Equity Eight. Equity Eight <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> So uh, a couple of announcements before we get into anything. No new patrons this week. However, we are doing a ton of giveaways right now. Um, our, we are coming forth, right? Only one giveaway going on right now. That's on Facebook. So if you're not following us on Facebook, go over there because we're giving away a hardcover copy of a Wheel of Time book of your choice. Uh, you just get to pick one and I'll send you a hardcover copy of any Wheel of Time book you want. It's a scam, guys. I never win. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you guys are like chaired. <laughs> I try my hardest and I never win. You guys are not eligible. Uh, somebody else <laughs> always beats me. Yeah, someone else always does. But you know who is eligible? Allie and Gus are. And guess who our guests are? Allie and Gus from The Wheel Takes. So good transition, Allen. Are you a podcaster? What a good go. transition. Hey, I try. I try. Yeah. So welcome <laughs> back, guys. Um, this is you guys' second time coming on our podcast. Um, it is. First Thanks time for having us back. First time you guys broke the record, so I gave you kind of a little bit of a slower chapters. So. Yeah, I was going to ask. I, I was going to ask, did you give us slower chapters just so that we wouldn't talk to you until two in the morning? That uh, yeah, because that won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Chris might take a little nap, but you know. I would, I would be so into it if Chris just like laid down and napped. Right yeah. in front of the camera. He's gone now. It, it happens sometimes. He's walked away already. He's he realized he forgot his book. He's gonna watch us. He needs so his book and his snack. He said, "I'm yeah. out of here." I already had my snack, but he'll have some pudding at some point. Yeah. No, I'm fasting right now, so okay. There will be no snack tonight. It's all oh, water. Nice a diet coke. Oh, okay. We came prepared. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You got the original cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With yeah. SpongeBob SquareRand, I got the yeah. cheap Amazon cover. Oh, we both got the cheap Amazon cover. Yeah, yeah. all off all forty five books for a hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a deal. That's a steal. But if you want it for free, go to our Facebook. Delivery uh, it's on Facebook, and you can enter to win a book. Uh, that contest, the drawing's not till July first, so. Alex, I'm shaken by these transitions. They are just flawless. <laughs> flawless transition. Also, another quick announcement is uh, we do have a, our game show coming back this Saturday. We did our first one with Ian and a few of our mods um, uh, a few weeks ago. And so we're it's doing fun. 
Watt of Fortune. It's Wheel of Fortune, but Wheel of Time related. And our guests are our contestants this weekend. That's going to be Saturday, July, tw- or June 25th. So if you're listening to podcasts and not watching on YouTube, you gotta you missed it. You still check it out because uh, it's still be on YouTube. But uh, our contestants are the way the leaf. So we got Brother Dan, Brother Ryan, oh, nice. and, and Case and I. So it's going to be a blast. Um, that should be fun. Absolutely fun. Yeah. We'll have to get Allie and Gus to come play Wheel of Fortune, Wheel of Time. For I now. love mm-hmm. games Wonderful. of all kinds. Get them on the spreadsheet, Alan. I am competitive. It is not a cute look, and I refuse to change. <laughs> so we're, we're the um, – the suggestion that we had from my moderators, and I had to talk to the, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to call them out live on YouTube right now. But the suggestion was to have you two on, and then Danny and Brett, and have the wheel team, um, all the wheels, <laughs> all the wheels. There's a theme because you can have you can have four contestants at the same time. The wheels on the bus go round and round. Yeah, round and round, round and round. So that'd be fun. Um, round I, and round yeah. and round because the wheel. I also think next Jordan Con, all of us first time reader podcasts should have like some kind of merch. Like, uh, like I was suggesting earmuffs. Um, let's say Raffo on them or something mm. like that. That would be oh, perfect. That'd be nice. That's great, and that should be on our ribbon too. That Alan's Ooh. doing for us. Currently, like rapping. I, I have like a that. lot of ribbons that, that I'm getting for you guys, so it's gonna know. be. Yeah, no, like, don't talk to us. Yeah, Ali, don't forget, Ali and Jess are also getting a room <laughs> so that we can like have our own first time reader room. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be easing the possum uh, ribbon. Uh, <laughs> I love that. If you know, you know. There you go. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So there are so some things that do? I coveted. Like I saw like, them I on other people on, yeah. and went, I have to find them. Like the North Harbor one, I oh, needed I yeah. with my whole heart. Exactly. Yeah. Great. So I tracked some people down. It was a little aggressive, but yeah. <laughs> it, I, I did the same thing. So I was like, yeah. where'd you get that ribbon? It was the guy wearing the hat in the corner. I was like, okay, I'm going to go find them. So yeah, I'm going to go find them. <laughs> it became a scavenger hunt for me. It, it was fun. Um, yeah, but... Chris, you're, you're asking a question? Oh, no, you're fine. Just. No, I said, are we going to have to be like, um, did he poop? He, I pooped on Ian. Is that how oh. you're going to get the. <laughs> you had to poop on Ian to get the. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is not how you earn the ribbon. Yeah. Here first and last. I don't know. I, I'm going to go to around Jordan Con and go, I heard that you get that from pooping on it. I'm just going <laughs> to tell everybody. Saturday night, I wear all white and just, yeah. Oh. With chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering that you did get pooped on last time you were at Jordan Con, just not by a human. Yeah. yeah. He true. eased the possum. That you know of. <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> Saturday night got a little wild. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that the joke? Was that the joke? I just just realized that. I went, oh, that's right. That happened. happened. (laughs) Can't make this very late. I was very tired at the time. (laughs) It was it was very late at night. Um, And I might have had something to do with letting the possum in the hotel. I'm not going (laughs) to confirm or deny that. (laughs) Pulling a little Matt Koth in there. Yeah. Well, I had to go catch it. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure, pretty sure Alan was shooting it. By in. the way, it's like you know, do a fill in the blank and ask people what chapter you're on so they can get a a ribbon, a ha, or 
My like name that. is and leave it blank on the name tag. I like those ideas. Great. Yeah. See? So, yeah, I so like got that. some good ideas. <laughs> some but good I'm ideas. on chapter yeah. Yeah. raffoing on chapter. Dope. Uh, yes. Yeah. Leave, leave a blank one so you can fill out what chapters you're on. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. Book six, chapter, whatever. Yeah. I think uh, everyone uh, should live in fear of us, the first time readers. Everyone yeah. should be afraid we're, of us. We're taking over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, don't feel like people were scared enough of me. Our yeah. should be black with red writing. If none of you all have been to Jordan Cup before, they actually are pretty protective of first time readers. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was moments where Chris, or I think Allie can attest this as well, was in like a panel and people like stopped the panel yes. and rushed them out. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. Get him out of here. Really cute. It was like, wait, Chris is here. Stop the show. That was karaoke for me. Everyone would scream, Allie, get the fuck out. Because like, this is a song about the last battle. And everyone would be like, Allie, get the fuck out. And I'd run yeah. out with my earmuffs. That's on. why. Yeah. So I got to have those, those first time reader yeah. earmuffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. I loved it. It was so much fun. A lot of fun. Um, so, yeah. Uh, personal life. What's going on? Um, you know, I don't even know what. So I guess my fun thing was yesterday I was off work. Um, I didn't know I was off work uh, for Juneteenth. Um, the email that corporate sent out did not tell us we were off. But last week I was sick, so I didn't go into the office all last week. I worked from home, and apparently they put the flyers on the doors to all the offices, but they didn't <laughs> well, tell I people. To say, he like sent us a text message like, yeah, we got all these cool things that we could do, but we weren't yeah, told we were off. We were told we were off. So I put a suit on, go to work, and then I see the sign, we're closed <laughs> for Juneteenth. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go home. Get home. My wife's like, okay, you're off today? Cool. Go pick uh, our son up from daycare. We're going to Bush Gardens. So yesterday... <laughs> I went to, it's a theme park around here, Bush Gardens, uh, and um, which was fun. My son got to ride a new ride, and he actually liked it, an older kid ride. So um, that was fun, um, and we had a good time. That's, and, that, and then pretty much everything else in my personal life is just getting ready for this weekend with the game show and, um, and, and nothing else. I, the podcast and, and, and my kids are what revolves around my entire life at this point. So yeah. <laughs> that's it. Cool. Uh, someone asked which ride. It was Escape from Pompeii. Uh, oh, if you know that one's fun. Yeah. So if, if anybody knows that one, you go up in a Lego boat and it goes through and there's fire and statues. Was the fire working? The fire was working. Yeah. And the statues Every fall over. And then, and then you go down a big off. slide with a big splash at the end. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun one. It's yeah. so fun. Cool. So yeah. Fun times. Is your son your oldest? I have two sons, but yes, my son that went on. Yeah. Your, the, the, your, yeah. Your daycare son. Yeah, Dicker son is my oldest. Uh, yeah, he's he's uh, four and a half. Um, so was a little young to be on that ride, but at the same time, um, he's he was just tall enough. So I was like, hey, let's go try it out. Uh, and he he really liked it. Uh, whereas um, my youngest son is seventeen weeks old, so they won't let him on those kind of rides. So tiny, yeah, <laughs> yeah so tiny. I can see how that would cause. Care, care him in a roller coaster. I'm gonna hold him tight, guys. We're gonna- I'll just hold him. I'll just hold him. We gotta we gotta start them early. Um, Strap them in on one of those carriers and see if they notice. Yeah, just put them on my shirt. Like it. <laughs> I mean, if if it works in Kenobi, I'm uh, sorry, spoilers for Kenobi, where you just wrap a coat around something and you go through like a bunch of uh, yeah, nobody you know, notices. Yeah, nobody notices. Yeah. <laughs> you can work on bush guns, right? <laughs> yeah, they don't pay those kids enough to care. Yeah, they That's really true. don't, and they're so short staffed now. It's like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. enjoy, <laughs> enjoy. R- scramble your child's brain. I don't care. I'm 17. <laughs> yeah. So guys, we, we've just hit airspace as far as uh, 
viewership. So oh, that's hey, awesome. We're, we're in the Mile High Club. We're you were. We should send her a shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay for that. Kate right gets a shot glass for doing this in the Mile High Club. <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's worth some merch. Watching us live on an airplane. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so what about you guys? What's what's going on personal life wise? Uh, I can never remember what I said last time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told y'all I got a, a really cheap car from a meth head or crackhead. One of the two. Yes. I'll tell you guys yeah, about you that. Tell us that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Everything that needed to get fixed, I was able to fix for a lot cheaper than I thought. So I kind of beefed up what I'm putting into the sound system. Uh, so I'm in the process of that right now. I got the deck and all the doors taken apart. And Are you running doing some... lights and everything too? Running lights? No, no lights. Like the extra bling. And if he wants a new paint job on it, I'm going to leave that for him. Gotcha. Um, but hopefully he'll be the kid that likes having a little bit of a sleeper car. They're like, oh my gosh, look at that hoopty until they hear it and then watch him zip by. Uh, he, he might appreciate that. I don't know. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of days. Um, car work, stereo work. Oh, uh, I did find out that they are putting me in the at-home recovery. Uh, I told you, I, yeah, I, I finally got to see my MRI like months later with one of the doctors. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty bad. And I'm like, yeah, so I've been telling you guys. They're like, well, you see, <laughs> you seem like you were getting better. Yeah. Uh, but You're like, like, like tolerance for pain keeps increasing. That's all. <laughs> exactly. We've talked about this a couple times. Um, I, I like, I feel bad. There's been times in my life where in my mind, I was a little judgy with people that just complained about chronic and, and long-term pain. And I'm like, you look fine. You know, you're laughing with the rest of us. No big deal. But the truth is you do kind of get used to it or, or you get, you accept it. I don't know if it's getting used to, but it's always there sort of thing. Anyways. Um, but the last doctor I sat down and looked at it and was like, yeah, you still need months of PT, Cairo. They're going to do steroid injections. All the things you could possibly do to avoid surgery. The orders are for 180 days. Uh, it may not take that long, but I could potentially be getting paid to just go to physical therapy and chill out at the house for 180 days. And that would be very nice. Yeah. yeah fun. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might coach the swim team here at the pool. I mean, just for oh, something to do. You there know? you go. Yeah. yeah. Got to stay busy. I'm in PT. It's a time. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Are you going yeah. back to your civilian gig or you can't do anything? Uh, well, because I work for the DOD on the civilian side, I can't I can't go back while I'm still on orders. So uh, no double dipping right now. Okay. No, I I, I'm going to be okay hanging out during the summer and just chilling. Did, does, the, does, the, does the contractor still pay you out while you're – on orders. <laughs> so I, the reason why the reason why I ask, I have a friend that's I have a friend that's a contractor was a contractor at Booz Allen, and he was also uh, Air Force Reserves, and he took orders on purpose because in his contract, if he got orders and called up, they still had to pay him his contract pay while he was getting paid extra for his orders. So okay, he took he took every single opportunity to not go to his actual job and still get paid for his actual job. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought you were making a really poor joke on no uh, no 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 no. So no 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 no. I'm a government employee and oh, I'm not man- a contractor. I, I manage contracts. 
So if the contractors were paying me, whether I was on orders or not, I would go to jail. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's all. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Never happened. Government employee versus, versus contractor. Right. Got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of good at my job, but not good enough to go work for the contractors. contractors. I just don't care that much. <laughs> I'm not going to work a 60 hour work week. Never so I work for the government instead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm still better than average there, man. I, I, I can work two out of the five days a week and outshine everybody else. So I'm not. <laughs> yep. Sounds good. Chris, what's going on with your personal life? I was going to say, I enjoy the fact that you're actually in a comfortable spot, Ian. Like, that's just been I'm loving it. Like, I. Look at the depressing, pillows. like good pressure. The the daggone uh, college bed in the background was like, worse, you know. worse than a college room <laughs> for a bed. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad to see your home. Uh, for me, this past week, let's see. Um, I was just on the, the phone with LG because I realized our one year is almost up. So anything that's wrong with it, I'm reporting. So they were give me a new TV and a new warranty. Oh, I'm not paying for a new warranty, <laughs> but I can just get a new one. Uh, <laughs> so like, I set calendar reminders for when my warranties are up, and I fully inspect them. And if there's the least bit wrong, if it's covered by warranty. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Cars, That's all smart. of it. Take well, advantage. Call, cars, they'll call you. They call me like five times a day. <laughs> yeah, your car really warranty is about to expire. Sort of thing. They got me in my fortune cookie the other day. It was messed up. He's <laughs> <laughs> whispering, uh, I'm gone about your extended warranty. <laughs> so, no, we are actually like making a lot of headway with the wedding stuff. We've actually signed a bunch of contracts. So, it's exciting to see your work come to fruition and then to know that somebody else is getting paid for your work is kind of depressing, but it is what it is. I pretty much planned this whole wedding myself. The, the wedding planners have done a couple of things and they're making a grip and I'm helping to pay it. So, you know, tell me how that works. I will tell you, I will tell you having them day of the wedding planner day That's of nice. is such is so clutch. Yeah, they make yeah. every, you don't have to do anything day of. Allie, yeah. do you know me? You don't know me. Right. How could I be so thoughtless? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like the day of, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. I'm still gonna be there. Like, did you do did you take care of? Is this done? Like, so even day of, I'm gonna still be down you, you her know, back. You know what my wife used to do, right? Day of. Uh no, I did not know that. I have yeah. to I would trust to do that. Oh, and, and she will run a show, a tight ship. Oh, she did. I worked for her. I was on the track team with her. I had nothing to worry about if I had realized that. I would have just been like, yeah, I got I got the person. And then I could have saved on a plate because yeah. you know, hers would have been rolled into the other costs. Oh well. <laughs> uh, anyway. Exactly. It is what it is. I learned, live and learn. But um yeah, the my wedding planner is so tired of me. She hired an assistant. <laughs> oh yeah, and I only deal with the assistant, but the assistant is phenomenal. Like if we had met her first, I have zero complaints. But the assistant's more like my assistant. She emails me, she texts me all times of the day and night, and on the weekends. Like everything's getting done because she and I communicate. As where the wedding planner is like, eh, I'll let her handle it because he's getting on my damn nerves. And I know I do it on purpose. I push your button. I want you to work for your money. She's getting paid a lot of money, like half my year annual take home almost. A good wedding planner has got to be like high energy all the time. 
They're not cheap too. Yeah. You have people that are planning like the biggest day of their life, uh, sometimes more than a year in advance. And yet you're having weddings like what daily, every couple of days, maybe a couple Mm -hmm. of days if in certain areas. So like you're constantly catering to people that are making such a huge amount of money. This woman is charging. She's probably doing maybe seven weddings a year. Oh, really? Oh, hey. Wow. When I so I, I don't mind. She better do it right then. <laughs> her set rate is ten grand. Woo! And then she makes fifteen percent past that on anything that she brings. Anybody she brings in. Oh Oof. man! Well, now I'm gonna be all judgy. Now I'm gonna be looking around and be well, like, yeah, I Chris, was this your idea or her idea?" And if you're like, "It's her idea," I'd be like, Mm-mm. "Oh no, I have a whole spreadsheet. I got a whole, <laughs> I got a whole Google Drive. Everything in there is my idea." And she just took it all. She's like, "You're phenomenal. I even know how to use her 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 uh, managing system better than she does." Oh my, yeah, There's she made a... a mistake and shared the her side instead of the user side with me. Of planning. Well, now you just need to start a side so, gig. Partner up with her after this. So, so, so one of the, one of the downsides of actually marrying someone that does wedding planning for for a job um, was uh, that yeah, some of the things got extremely pricey for our wedding. Like, my wife did a national search for the photographer. Like, it's not just hire the local person. No, we hired someone from New York City. We flew them in. Yeah, there's plenty of photographers right here. No, no, we're getting the best but, of the best. We're flying in from New York. I was like, just got Jesse to do it. I would I would just pull a, a Robin Williams and like find some homeless dude and be like, bro, you hey. want five hundred bucks to take pictures at a wedding? He'll be like, Yeah. Yeah. Just That's hand him a camera were, and let him go. We're getting a fifteen grand package for five because I know the mm. photographer. Oh, nice. And that was me up charging it. Nice. I was like, no, no, no. She's like, no, I want to do this for free. I'm like, no, 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 no. I just had a small heart attack. This is why I'm the just minute, The minute people hear again. wedding, yeah, yeah. Tack jack on up the price. Yeah, tack on another just zero. Another zero. Yeah. Oh, no, no, so, no, my photographer. She, nice. she is a very I love good how involved you are in the wedding, though. Like, oh, yeah. That's. I got the That's DJ. I got material. the photographer. I, I help find the venue. I'm, we got the tasting coming up. Like, You're a keeper, I, Chris. You're a keeper. The you. annoying thing about planning a wedding is I'm neurodivergent. So like planning is not my forte. And I would CC Gus on everything because he's the planner in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And they would like cut him off of the emails and, and just, just email her. me. And I'd be like, like no, 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 I said, I have about 30 questions, and this is just the beginning, and you will get to know me very well. And after that, all the emails came to me. There you go. Oh, she hired me I in a love system. that. Energy, I, I love that. that. All right, we're at nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> this will be well, a short one, guys. We, 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 we even heard from, from what's going on with Alan. I haven't said, I mean, God the yeah. day. They, they, just, they just finished this book that we're on. We did. So, so tell us so all tell about me, it. What Simarog is grimy as she sounds <laughs> you'll have to wrap up on that one oh, see what happens i mean maybe 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 maybe, maybe. i feel like she's gonna get killed a okay quick oh, death man. and she deserves a slow one all right chris is just throwing shit out there and looking at their facial like responses <laughs> and how they react so yeah, far, pretty, so far, i far think it's really there's neutral. gonna be a unicorn <laughs> again 
Again, another unicorn. Another unicorn. <laughs> Wait, did you guys hear that there actually is a unicorn in Wheel of Time? Yeah, everybody. I everybody joked on Chris for saying, "Oh, Tom's going to ride on a unicorn." And Alan's like, "There is no unicorn." I mean, I know the there space, is a unicorn. It kind of is. Unicorn. It's yeah. a, a horse for the horn. I mean, I feel like that counts. That's really really counts. But some people claim that's a rhino. But yeah, I, I don't believe them. To that they, I say, horse, horse with a horn, horn is a unicorn. And yeah. some people will sell I'm me not. a five thousand dollar car for fifteen hundred dollars because they need meth, like immediately. <laughs> it so, could be crack. It could be. Well, could it could have been crack? I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to assume <laughs> their preference. Don't assume the addiction. So did Avi end up have a boy or a girl? Oh, they think. No, is it twins? It's one of each, right? Are we going to have to Luke and figure Leia out if that's even a question that has an answer? <laughs> Maybe a question that has no answer. Gus knows exactly where we're at, too. I've been putting up with this for at least as long as Alan. Yes, yeah, so we call it Gus lighting. Yeah. He Gus yeah. lights me. So Gus and Allie, how was your week? If you'd like fine. to share. You know, we had a pretty restful weekend. Finished, uh, finished wedding thank you, speaking of uh, Yeah, things. you'll be doing that for about... A year after you're married. No, uh-uh. no, we won't. Yeah, we finally fixed that. <laughs> I have dog. a spreadsheet already put together with everybody's name, and they're buying only things on a registry. And you see, go to the Evite thing or whatever, like the e cards, and just hit uh-huh. submit. And it fills it all in. So I, well, <laughs> we are going to handwrite it while we're on our oh, okay. So they will be handwritten, but they will yeah. be very quickly handwritten. You will be yeah. surprised how bold some people get with that registry. That some people will send you things you did not ask for. Which mm-hmm. which we're not complaining about that. Not necessarily. Clear. Monetary donations towards our home fund and honeymoon fund. No, every time that's all I'm gonna have on my registry. So so every time we've ever yeah, every time we've had a registry, like I've always snuck in there and like added just like gag things on there to be funny. Like with my wife, because she'll give me the link to it to add like real things, and I'll just sneak in a few things. Uh, so for the baby registry, when we had our first son, um, I added a bottle of whiskey. I hid it in there because uh, there's a ton <laughs> of stuff on there. I was like a bottle of whiskey, and it was kind of a joke. I didn't think anybody actually buy me a bottle of whiskey. Um, and if you know who Billy Graham is, like the evangelistic uh, Baptist preacher. Mm-hmm. Well, my um, uh, wife's parents, uh, uh, my mother, my mother-in-law, uh, was the personal assistant for Ruth Graham, Billy Graham's daughter. Oh, wow. And so Ruth Graham came to our wedding, and she bought me a bottle of Nog Creek. So I have a nice. bottle. Oh, that's hilarious. From Billy Graham's daughter. I <laughs> was like, that's you go. You know, I'm not pretty well for you. Billy Graham land, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah it's, it's, it's one of those really, really weird things like that. I kind of like, it's a little weird flex, but like, it's like, yeah, I got a bottle of whiskey from Billy Graham's daughter. I'd be excited about that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Huh? I didn't even think to put that on there. Now I got to go put some yeah, yeah. Uncle Nearest <laughs> and I got to put some. I put like, I put a drone on there. I put tons of stuff on Yeah, where's my phone? I have. I, oh. Don't get any ideas. Keep going. Like, what other phenomenal things did you think of that I did not see? Uh, I was doing the good stuff. You got to sneak a bit. You can't put a ton of it because you'll notice. You just like one or two little things that are kind of of hidden in there. (laughs) You guys ready to get in these chapters? Like Chris said, it is after nine. Let's roll. Let's Let's go. All right. Chapters won't take long. We can get back to guessing. Chapter five. Let's see here. Chapter five A Different Dance. And our symbol is. Dice, because it's a mat chapter. Thank God we have this chapter. I know this chapter's great. Mat chapter is critical. 
<laughs> it's so critical. To the hey, point. those dancing moves are critical. What uh, would we do yes. without Betsy? Betsy's without Betsy. Yeah. You know, she's Have you had caribou Betsy, crossing. Who might by the way, talk too much to get laid. <laughs> Have you had caribou crossing? What's caribou crossing? Oh, is that a no. liquor? Yeah. No, Shoot, you can't. So it's like <laughs> he's working. Canadian, on it's Canadian version of um, the one with the horses. Blanton's. Blanton's. It's the Canadian answer for Blanton's. Okay. And it is like got a kick, boy. I'm telling you, like it feels like a moose hits you in the nuts or the. Is chest. it? Is it? Is it mapley? <laughs> no, not at <laughs> all. They make, like, they make it with hot. syrup. It's like cayenne. Like it's it's like <laughs> bah, I'll hit you in the face. Yeah. When you drink I, it, do you I feel like it. hugging somebody? Sorry, a little bit. <laughs> sorry, thing, sorry, sorry to talk to you. My favorite thing I, is that Chris is like, it. it's nine o'clock, but it's not too late for me to talk about whiskey. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. All my Canadian li- li- listeners, I will send you my address for <laughs> some caribou crossing. I think the later it gets, the more we're going to talk about whiskey. It seems like, how much can I grift for some whiskey right now? Can yeah. I do it? Anyway, okay. Um, so Matt chapter. Yeah, Matt chapter. So we got we got um all all of Matt's guys. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Nails is it Nelson? Uh, David, uh, Um, I don't all, all those peeps and they're the guys. All, the guys and they're all talking about gambling because what else are they going to talk about? Because that's what Matt likes to do is gamble, and he's thinking about doing horse racing because he's like maybe my luck will work. I don't know if this works for horse racing because he has that other component to it. Um, but he knows enough about horse flesh because um, he was into horses and the two rivers, or at least his family was horse traders. So, yeah. Alan, you just covered the whole chapter. What else are we going to do exactly. for the next 45 yeah, minutes? Yeah. Have, mean, you ever, have you ever bet on horses? I yeah. have. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. I have it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but your butt one? hurts so bad, badly afterward. To bet on horses? Oh, bet on horses? Oh, I think he said <laughs> been on horses. And I'm uh, like, <laughs> I can say your butt hurt a lot afterwards. <laughs> what are you? What are you waging? Oh, what am I doing? What kind, what kind of horse race are you going to? Huh? Are you the fun kind. <laughs> I bet you three ass max. They said been on, and I was like, yeah, I've been on a horse or two. It hurts. Like after a while, you bounce up and down on the thing. Anyway, cool. that's one horse. Yeah, that's that's making the highlight real. That's yeah. <laughs> clip it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, we missed you. <laughs> I've missed you. Yay. Yeah. So, <laughs> dice are no bloody good. I, I really think it's interesting um, that Matt will definitely take and gamble with his, I guess, higher up, the commanders of the band, because he did make the comment later on that he would never do it with the actual men. So he's going after and having fun with those that already have, which is pretty cool. He's kind of robbing that Matt that. making that decision, or is that what's in Matt's head making no, that decision? I, I, I want to say that this is a a combined thought, but I really want to give Matt, because, I mean, and, and this might be, of course, me thinking about the Matt from the TV series as well, and then just my idea of Matt. Matt's a really upright guy in weird places. Yeah. Like, he'll never do harm to a kid which we see that later on too. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really feel the need to cheat people. He just always wins. And that's because yeah. luck is always on his side. It's not cheating. It's just, it is what it is. It's a fact of his, his self. 
Yeah. So like if he had the power to like telekinesis, like the die and make them roll. I don't think he would do it. I don't think he would do that. I agree. But just knowing that. He's just a really good mathematician. It's just probability. He's like, if I shake it this many times. Yeah. Yeah. I get a good outcome. We need to not do the dice chapters when we're on YouTube because there's no way to. And I'm on this cuffy couch. I'm like, you're just jacking off that ghost. You're just jacking off that ghost. We're we're just betting on horses here. (laughs) 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 Got it. Your butt hurts afterwards. (laughs) 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 We just lost five listeners. And the reviews roll in. Peter's coming. Did I ever tell you my story about horse betting where I got like screwed? No, tell us. I got really butthurt about this. <laughs> so I went to the off track betting center. So uh, it's where yeah. you can bet on any track pretty much in the entire country. And they have tons of TVs and it's a lot of fun. And um, I, I was betting on Dover Downs, which is in Delaware, um, all night long on that screen. And I did a trifecta bet, which is you guess what horse is going to come one, two, three um, in order. And I did like a $20 trifecta bet. And I watched the race. Sure enough, my horses came in one, two, three. Never happened before. And I went and looked at the payout. It was a thousand to one odds on the trifecta. I was like, I just made a shit ton of money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like nice. I made a $20 bet. It's a thousand to one. Uh, and I was like, this is going to be awesome. So yeah. I am like literally shaking in excitement. And I go up to the teller, I hand him my ticket with a big smile on my face. And she runs the ticket and she goes, yeah, this one's not a winner. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, it's not a winner. I look back at the screen. I was like, it says that's the numbers here. Here's the ticket again. She runs the tickets. And um, she's like, not a winner. Maybe she's like, maybe the race is not official yet because it takes a while for it to become official results. So I wait like five minutes till the screen comes back around. It says official results. Go back up, hand the ticket. She says, not a winner. I was like, I bet on these three horses on Dover Downs. And she looks at the ticket and goes, you bet on Delta Downs in Louisiana? <gasps> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you did some Bush League shit there, man. <laughs> I was so butthurt. Yeah. <laughs> Matt would not have made that mistake. No. He knows his horses. No. Matt knows no, his horses. I, was I paid my tab and left. I was so mad. I would have yeah. been pissed. I'm like, well, I didn't mean to hit that, and you need to correct this. I would be a fool. Well, your people need to get better about naming <laughs> like, their horses. God we're not going to pay you $20,000 off of your error. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me fix this for you, sir. No. Yeah. Name these horses. Perrin? Your people. Name these horses. Why are they all named Stepper? <laughs> <laughs> So that's my fun. That's my last time I ever horse bedded, uh, ever did betting horses. And I never have since. And I won't ever again. I was like, nope, I'm done with this. <laughs> You're so hey, bitter about it. You still, you still won't. I've, still I've won't got a random bed. thought slash question that'll bring us back into the chapter. Sure. Um, <laughs> of all of that stuff that Alan read off of what's going on, the one thing that was popping in my head here is like, is Matt at risk here? We're in a world where, they know there's at least a couple of male channelers. Um, and then as word gets around about Rand's decree and there's be more male channelers. And then you look at Matt and they're calling it luck. Like he could just win all of this stuff. And then the decisions he makes on the battlefield, he's just kicking ass to take names. It's like, he can't lose. At what point do the people around him or people near him point to him, accuse him of channeling? 
or do some they go, sort of sorcery. A witch? Right, yeah. Well, well, well let's, let's a see. A, a duck floats and, uh, you know. <laughs> Burn him. Burn him, yes, yes. Burn him. Yeah, but like, I mean, that's. Isn't that, that is bound to happen at this point? How do they... I feel like, uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, they've said he has the dark one's own luck. I mean, isn't there something about that in, uh, does that come up in book three? I could swear when he's leaving the city in book three, he's like, I'm winning too much. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. When he has his no. luck bin. Yeah. 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 Like this is going to be suspect. Yeah. But you got Tamanis that's like, he's really analyzing it and trying to find a way. So the conversation is he's trying to find a way where he can beat Matt. He's like, all right, we got to, we got to get something where you're not using your hands and you don't have control over it. And that's why he talks about the horse racing. But, like, if Matt comes out and still Tavirin's the shit out of it or whatever else he has going on and wins all the, the horse races or horse bets, like, at what point do even his own people go, mm, we like that you're winning because we're on your team, but which? Which? You're a witch. Yeah. Isn't, there, isn't there a thing built into it, like, he, he loses just enough that it's not quite suspicious, according to him? Well, sure, but like even that comes out in this conversation. Like yeah. one of one of the guys is like, "I keep losing you," and he's like, "Oh, I just lost a hundred crowns to you the other day, or whatever the number was." And he's like, "Yeah, but I'm still in the hole, like ten thousand to you." Like, sure. <laughs> so maybe Which... he needs to adjust his ratio of winning to losing. I don't. Know. Well, it seems like it's related to skill, right? Like if there's a skill component rather than a pure luck component then it get the odds get a little more even but if yeah. there is a if it is pure luck like he is shooting in the dark blindfolded then he tends to win out yeah i don't know i'm just i'm just concerned cuz his his close companions are really starting to analyze it or look at I it get you. no yeah. i i got to raise red that's flags. a good question so the whole the whole witch and duck thing you know there's witch duck road in Virginia beach oh yeah mm-hmm. I forgot Which, about that. Do you know the history behind it? I miss, I'm assuming it has to do with witches and ducks. Yeah, so back in 1706, I just looked it up. It was Grace Sherwood was suspected of being a witch, and she was trowel by water. And that's why I got the name Witch Duck. If she floats like a duck or sinks like a duck, she was a witch. Yeah. And they killed I her. No idea that yeah, I, I thought it in, was in Virginia, like... In Virginia Beach, Virginia, right down the road from where we live. <laughs> yeah, I thought awesome. it was like, if you float, you're a witch. Which yeah, most like people do. I yeah, thought this right. was just. And if Python, you sink, you're a, you're you're fine, but you drown. Yeah. So oh well. It, it, well, Monty Python know, was making fun of how ridiculous the standards were for yeah. are you a witch or not a witch. It's like yeah. if you die, you were innocent. Yeah, if you live, <laughs> you're a witch. Now we have to kill you. There's still a road called Witch Duck Road, and it's yeah. literally named after Witch Duck Lake, which is where the witch well, was drowned. Also in Virginia, <laughs> it's still on the books in Virginia. If you can whistle underwater, you're a witch, and it's punishable by death. Oh, I didn't know. How do you determine that? I don't know, but careful whistling underwater. All right. You know, I've never tried, and now I I never will. Don't even risk it. Not in Virginia. Don't even risk risk it. it. Heads up. The little chirp will come out. In the South, there's a lot of these these old laws like that that are not enforced. Like, is it South Carolina or Alabama? There's actually a law in the books that if you pull up the motorized vehicle to intersection, you're supposed to fire your gun out the window to not let the horses know that. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> but no one actually goes fires a gun out the window when they drive for cars. But uh, that, I feel I like that might. Um, yeah, they do. Around here all the time. I feel like that might make the horses panic. Where I live in Charlotte, they fire guns out the window all the time. If it's if it's if it's two pews, they're taking a left. If it's just one pew, they're taking a right. Got a signal. Uh, Full no. auto, like having their hazards on. Like something's wrong. <laughs> 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 Uh, I got a uh, tire. Uh, uh, we were reading self. what again? <laughs> <laughs> so Matt's in the end after the whole betting thing decides to go a little dancing and Betsy, the cute girl, the cute waitress, sorry, the, the serving girl as they call him, um, uh, he wants to dance with her. So he tries to impress her. Can't even talk. But she's hold doing on. all the talking anyway. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Justice for Betsy. Justice for Justice Betsy. Justice for Betsy. That's not where I was going, but can we do that next? Like, Okay, you go first, okay. then I'll talk about Justice for Betsy. <laughs> okay. So I want to give a shout out to all of Matt's bros here. Like when she comes <laughs> over, boy, clearly, I got a book to read. Clear, right. <laughs> clearly they know that he's got his eye on her. And as he's talking about, oh, this is really my first opportunity to talk to him. They all, they can't like scurry away and leave. But even though they're there, they disappear. <laughs> they sip their wine. They look away. They they just try to blend into the background and let him do his thing. I mean, that's 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 good bro work right there. Yeah, let him spit his game, or, you know, crash and burn or whatever. They just let him. Go. Yeah, you told me to remind you of your rounds at this hour. And Dorian coughed into his fist, not glancing at Betsy. But I could come back later if you wish. <laughs> that's even after letting him do his little dance and everything, right? So they, you know, they gave him some room to to yeah. shoot a shot. Yeah. Yeah. So justice for Betsy. Let's let's hear it, Allie. Okay. Yeah. As a loquacious lady. You use Hold on, let me know. I have to look this up. Carry on. I'll, I'll figure out what you said here. Talkative. As a talkative gal. I I live in fear that there's a man in this world that's like, you know what? She's really cute, but goddamn, she doesn't stop talking. <laughs> To talk a great deal, or and I just, that, you know, maybe she's nervous. It's a general, okay? Sounds she's like a ha- she's a random gal at an inn, and she's trying to impress this guy. What does she have to talk about? Nothing. She's just trying to come up with any fucking thing that she can think of to keep him entertained. Yeah, it and sounds like, like whatever's you know in what? her head. She'd just be a lot through. cuter if she shut her pie hole. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was the chapter where we came up with the phrase casual misogyny. Casual misogyny. Yeah. Just, just a little, just, just tiny, casual. Just tiny yeah. undercurrent there. It's casual yeah. misogyny. I mean, but like, she started you know it. Woman she was touching all over him and everything. No, no, no. Let's take a step back. She All Matt did was try to introduce himself. And she right off just was like, oh, let me ask you all the questions. And let me touch on your your scarf, and let me pull stuff away, and let me touch on your skin, and let me check this out. Like, okay, I'm who not a lord. Really, treated like a lord. Blah, blah, who blah. was really being manhandled here? Who's really being like? She was curious oh, I, about I, it. I, I didn't mean like that. I just meant that he was like, "Damn, she's pretty," but I wish she'd shut up. <laughs> no, no, but we're gonna ignore that part and focus on the fact <laughs> that, that she started snatching his clothes off. Can the man breathe? Like, can he not be? Can he not have his clothes snatched off? Like, 
Listen, I'm not saying that she handled this flawlessly. I'm not saying she handled this flawlessly. I think she was nervous. She was trying to make conversation. She's like, what's in this skirt? It's it's 90 degrees. Why do you have a scarf on? She would have done a lot better. Oh, you've got a scarf. Want to tell the story? I don't know. I'm a random in girl and you seem more interesting than me. So I'm going to come up with random questions to ask you. I just feel like justice for best. She <laughs> accused him of stealing. Like she did. Did she? First of all, like, yeah. she immediately catches on crazy. that he had been hung before and then immediately starts talking about how it had to be his fault. I bet she oh. So one of the worst moments hung. in Matt's she's life, she starts rubbing hung. his nose in it. Yeah. All right. So she's not very socially adept. <laughs> <laughs> But I see evidence of a very fault. tragic moment. Well, what would you do to deserve that, you son of a bitch? He's like the last guy that <laughs> got hung too. <laughs> I feel like he, he's fresh off of the Melindra crap, right? Like he's fresh off of a trauma. It did just happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It did just happen. I kind of feel like he needs to give himself some time before he jumps back into the saddle. So Maybe. he's being smart though. So like he's having fun with it, but then he stops himself and he's like, all right, litmus test. I need a, there's one question here. Do you do you know anything about Daughter of the Nine Moons? Does that mean anything to you? And when she said no, that's when he was like, "This girl just runs her mouth too much. I just, <laughs> I'm done here. I'm gonna go check on the troops." Yeah. Was, he really, was he really done? He said probably, he, probably he, done. He, he came yeah. back. Yeah, he, 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 he was done considering he was done considering long term potential at that point. Once. Oh, yeah. If she was smart, she'd have been like, oh, yeah, you're looking at the Daughter of the Nine Moons, baby. <laughs> He'd have been all about her. He'd have bought all her drinks for the rest of the month. But, I, uh, do you think he would have been all about her? Or do you think this is a, a litmus test in the other direction? I don't think this you man has to get married. Do you think married. that's looking for his wife? Or do you think he's like, are you my wife? If so, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Talk to you no, in five I, years. I think he's trying to figure out what all of that shit means. I, I think he would explore it. I, I don't think he'd immediately like propose, but yeah, I, I think, think he's interested flee. to find out who this person is. Mm-hmm. I think he'd flee. I think he'd be like, "Oh, well, in that case, hmm. like if she What's was that like, I can be whatever yeah. you no, want to be." I, I, he'd so, be like, "Get me the hell out of here!" Not to jump too far ahead in this chapter, but I think the end of the chapter kind of proves that wrong. Okay. Okay. I'll leave that there till we get there. We'll have to okay. revisit. Yeah, that's very mysterious, Chris. But but, but let me. <laughs> He does take her out and, and dances with her, and that was kind of him. Yeah, it was nice. I he danced with her, dance. even if she wouldn't shut up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just told his buddies to turn the music up. He's like, "Hey, can you get mm-hmm. that a little louder?" He's like, "Y'all are horrible, but turn I can it still up." Still hear her. You're kind of messing it up, but I need more cowbell. I need more of it. Oh, <laughs> oh, poor Betsy. I got a loud talking to Betsy. The only cure: more cowbell. Get more cowbell. <laughs> Bad for so, so yeah, yeah, so next Matt leaves and he goes to inspect the other ends uh, and find his other, and they're all scattered throughout oh, town. So you skipping over stuff. We want to at okay. least give Betsy her props. She's okay. good at dancing. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Uh-huh. So she, she talks a man's head off and then dances with him really well, picks up on stuff mm-hmm. like, yeah, that we know a lot of women that, that dance well and talk men's heads off. So, yeah. Yeah. I thought she was the first time I read this not going to say if this panned out or not. I was like, why is she, she seems inquisitive in a weird way. Uh-huh. I thought she was some, like a dark friend or something at right. first. Right, yeah. A little sus. She had we are fresh off of Matt having a dark Melindra, friend girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. when she's going after the necklace, like, oh, explain that to me. Uh, Did y'all clock Melindra? 
What do you mean? Were yeah, y'all, they, did y'all guess? Of her? Oh yeah, I, I oh, called yeah. it way before. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I was like, <clears> she the, was a little, she was just stuff. a little different. Yep. The glory stuff bugged me because it didn't feel like yield to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, so I, I ran too far, and I was saying that type of talk made her seem like um landfear, landfear, because that's kind of oh. how landfear was talking to them before and Rand and Matt and everything. But either way, she was like you said, one of these is not like the other. The Aiel seemed very consistent in how they carried themselves, and she was just way off in left field. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Total sus. I feel that. Yeah. Maybe Betsy is like the female version of Pater. Uh, like she's a dark friend, like, but not great that. at it and trying to feel her way not out. Great at can it. anyone live up to Pater though? I don't think anyone can live up yeah, to Pater. Yeah. So yeah. far what we know, he's not that great. And then we, we need to pay very close attention to the fact that not only is Rand now slipping in and out of memories and personalities, Matt at first, it was just kind of contextual, like he just kind of knew things. Now he's starting to like live his memories, like he started this dance, and then all of a sudden, he's another person. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until he caught his own reflection that he came back to himself. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Where do you think these memories yeah, are coming you. from? All of his past lives. He's getting reincarnated. But see, I think it's different than what Rand is going through in the sense that for him, there are memories filling in gaps and then elongating memories. It's it's, a, it's infinite. Mm. It's kind of just being strand together. As where with Rand, he is slowly becoming the person that was. Mm-hmm. And that gets touched. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's more of a battle <laughs> inside of Rand. So I was going to make that comment for you. Ask your question before uh, you asked the question, Allie. It seems like it's not not that Matt's embracing this, but he's not fighting it that much. And maybe it's maybe it's because the memories he's getting are pretty beneficial to him so far. I don't know, mm. but he's not fighting it as much as Rand. Uh, but then, kind of ans- to answer your question, this is something that Matt asked for, even though he didn't really know he asked for it. Mm-hmm. When yeah. he when he was in whatever with the was it snaky people or foxy people. Um, the, the folks who did stuff were the foxy people, and the folks who told him stuff were the snaky people. Yeah, and when the what the part where he was like, "And I want all my memories back." Well, he was thinking mm-hmm. maybe just you know the kind of recent ones, and they're like, "Oh, little do you know, with the whole mm-hmm. turning of the wheel and what you've been before, we're gonna give you all of your memories." Yeah. And yeah. this is them starting to see through. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which begs the question, is uh, the wheel really that, turning or is it one is straight I, this line? This is what I thought at the time, and I will not say if that has evolved or changed at all. Here's a, uh, can I ask a follow-up question to that? Sure. Yeah? If there is past lives, how does it work with him sometimes having, like, multiple memories of the same, like, the same battle? Like, he'll have multiple people in the same battle with different perspectives on the battle. I think he broke in. <laughs> yeah, he broke no. into that question too, and I was so pissed because I thought, like, anyway. So, so we've described this a bunch of different ways, but uh, I forget how it came about. But like, we were looking at the wheel from the side, and you just see one wheel. Gotcha. But then, if you were to turn this way, you would see that there's almost an infinite number of wheels yeah, kind of stacked yeah, yeah, yeah. behind it. 
And each one of those, you could combine that with the different different turnings, man. Different turnings, everything. Right, makes sense to me. So you're like multiverse theory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the previous turnings. If you if you could if you could somehow, I mean, similar in nature, but not really. But anyways, if, if you like find a, 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 a way to make connections between those <clears throat> wheels where you can retrieve memories or have visions of, or what would be even crazier is if you could actively travel from one to the other, which I think there's a potential for that in these books. Um, yeah, all sorts of crazy shit can happen. So yeah, you could have multiple perspectives because maybe something was slightly different in a turning where you'd did play a different role in a battle or whatever, but you're still kind of the same person. And yeah. Um, he just did a disc defrag and all of the things together. Yeah. One time he's going to go out on the battlefield and fall over and it's going to go, you have died in dysentery. <laughs> he's like, wah, wah, wah. Uh, wah, wah. Exactly. Yeah. So are we to the point now where Matt leaves? Sure. sure. Okay, yeah, so he leaves and goes and inspects the other ends because that's where his, his tr- soldiers are spread out throughout town. And there's a lot of hunters of the horn there as well. And he thinks about the the horn and people Good hunting. luck finding that. Good luck finding that. <laughs> hot, hot, yeah. cold, cold, getting colder, colder. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, they're all singing the song that Matt taught him. I'm just glad he's not, they're not singing Jack of the Shadows because, yeah, he's. <laughs> he's Fuck that song, says Fuck Matt. It. Yeah. Uh, and then he thinks back to uh, a, a visit from Rand. <laughs> Wait, thinks back to or Rand visits him? He's reflecting on it. Since he's, re- it's in yeah, he's reflecting on it because yeah, we know that it. But it still happened re- semi recently. Yeah, right? it happened yeah. a day and a half yes. ago. Okay, that's okay. Right. we learned that. Rand later needs on. to learn to knock. <laughs> First yeah. of all, what if he were with Betsy? There needs yeah. to be some kind of like, like traveling, like sock on the door. Yeah. Something. Some kind of, some kind of code. <laughs> I think I think normally Rand would, and this tells you the mental state that Rand is in. So um I'm not fully diagnosed yet, but I certainly have moments where I'm I'm overloaded with my to-do list. So much so that I don't even know where to start. And I start to verbalize it. And I'm talking it out loud. Oh, and yeah. I literally will just walk up to Meredith or, you know, from my dad's house, just walk in the room and I will just, what was going in my mind, I'll just turn on the voice part and just start blurting it out. Should and they're like, doing that today. And they're like, the fuck are you? You're like <laughs> mid thought. And I don't know where you started. And I'm like, and I got to go back to the beginning. So like, I feel like Rand is there. Just, he's trying to wrap his mind around so much shit that mm-hmm. like, he can't even focus on like the basic pleasantries of knocking and, all right, let's have a little polite back and forth banter before I get into my plan. He's just yeah. yeah so the, I felt the man it a is bit. traumatized. Still rude for sure, mm-hmm. but oh, he's, yeah. I just he, mean if he doesn't want to see what he doesn't want to see. How do you know he doesn't want to see it? Yeah, now that Alan's up. married and everything, I don't want to walk in on anything. But like in my college days, like <laughs> I, first of all. First time we were at a party and somebody mentioned that one of our other friends, I won't say his name, was upstairs hooking up some chick. I totally went up there, flung the door open, said, what's up, bitches? Lit a firework, tossed it in the room and shut the door. So like, because it's a celebration, right? I was happy for him. It was, 
And when the smoke alarms went off and everybody it's was outside, we were clapping. Like everybody was so happy except for her. And also he was not happy. Because um, he went from being a firecracker to being not. Yeah. I might have killed the mood. I was at that uh, party. That yeah. was. <laughs> he went from dynamite smoky. to firecracker real quick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so how do you know Rand doesn't want to see it? Yeah. Maybe, maybe he wants to high five uh, his buddy. He wants to throw a firework in there. Yeah. Maybe he wants to join in. Well, hey, maybe, hey, maybe sure. whole new context of baby your firework, you know, like. Yeah. I'm completely shaken that that happened. I, I I need to take at least a 75 minute nap. No, I just want to be back. We'll still be here. Yeah, right. I need to figure out how I feel about that entire thing that just that you just told me. It was a good time. It's college for, years for some uh, of us. I don't some know. Of us. For you, right. it's a good time for you. I'm not saying I always made good decisions. I just made fun decisions. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. So where were where, where were we? So uh, to, your, Rand to your point, busted. Rand is kind of just, but Rand is also in control. He's in charge. So there's an expectation now that's been set. Low pressure. That when he shows, you're going to listen. Period. And so yeah, I'm going to show up whenever I want. I'm going to tell you exactly what I want done, and then I'm going to leave because everything is relevant and super important because we're at the end of the freaking world otherwise. So I think Rand's kind of moved beyond the point of caring about the small stuff in the moment, because if things don't go down the way he wants it, it's going to be the end of the world anyway. So who really cares? All right. Great, great comments, Chris. However, I, I got distracted because somebody I, posted Ian is apparently the brother that nobody ever really wanted. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, um, my brother would agree with you. Yes, that's, that's probably something he would read and go, yeah, that's yeah. kind of a bitch. He, uh, yeah. he would. <laughs> he, like, even when he was calling the cops on me, he was laughing because it was funny. <laughs> you know? He had a good time. I went from I hate Matt to am I Matt? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I I feel that. I feel uh, my sisters aren't aren't too happy about me either. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. My siblings love me. So from from... Because they have no choice. <laughs> Gus doesn't have any siblings to ask. Yeah, just me. Um, there you go. In some yeah. ways, that makes it easier. The golden, the golden child. Okay. Look at him. Okay. Look at him. His okay. parents care so much about him. They only have one. <laughs> we did it. Perfection. It's so weird because I come. I'm one of six. I go to his house, and they ask us questions about us. Like they want to know how our day went. Like they want to know everything about us. Your parents like, My parents don't have that kind six. of time. <laughs> yeah, you certainly My can't get into that with all the kids. Time. Especially now that the grandkids are there, like they yeah. could not care less about. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Gus, yeah. I'll be your bro, and I'll tell you what, Gus, you're a good dude. Oh shucks. Yeah. Yep. Shucks. And now he's gonna set a firework off in our hotel room <laughs> next. Time. So I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Short and gone. 
Next yeah. Jordan Cop, we're going to be like, is there a firework in the street? Where's he? Yeah. Just in know college, where your exits in, are because you can't use the elevators. In, in college, that was Ian's go-to move. I mean, we went to a party. He threw a party <laughs> at his house. And, I mean, packed, like, couldn't fit any more people on the dance floor. Like, you know, like one of those type of parties, like where it's like you have to wiggle your way through the room. And you know, what, you know what mortars are? Like the ones you drop in the tube and they blow up and make the yeah. big firework? Well, with no tube, Ian just lights a mortar and throws it in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> no one got injured. Everybody, everybody cleared out the house before it actually went off because everybody yelled "bomb" and ran out of the house. And then you saw the windows. Ian, <laughs> Ian there's you're a slight exaggeration. Me out, and I am not stressed. Side. Okay, nobody got hurt. That's what. That's what uh, really matters. The rest of it did happen. There were fireworks all throughout the house. Was it cool? Oh, yeah. oh, it was awesome. So after that, they encouraged me to do more firework tricks. And then that turned into me. So can I just ask, how yeah. many parties have you set off fireworks in? Oh, you can't count that high. No, not crazy. Maybe. We turned maybe fireworks into a drinking so. game. Like we actually turned fireworks into a drinking game. Like yeah. that's something so, that we did. So, so like we, the this, little ones you put. The, the bottle rockets, you know, the bottle rockets. So we had the this chug beer one. Yeah, they took a beer one. We all go to the That's beach, and we all have a bottle rock and a lighter, and you get a beer, and you chug the beer, and you can't leave the circle until you finish your beer. So as soon as you finish your beer, you can round the circle and light your bottle rock and fire back into the circle. And you can use so the bottle as, like, a as, holder as, as the holder for it. So you're trying to chug as fast as possible. As soon as the person leaves, you start chugging faster because, you know, fireworks are coming at it's you. Coming. And like <laughs> In a matter of minutes, um, so it's a it's a fun Chris drinking did game. Not play these games. <laughs> By the way, full clarify. disclosure for anyone who listens to our podcast: we do not condone these unsafe activities, and we will not be held liable for any lawsuits that happen. Oh yeah, tries these things. Also, <laughs> different age and time. Like different this was age, pre nine yeah. eleven, so like pre nine eleven. Even even if the cops showed up, they go, "Guys, you can't do that." Wait, let me let me see. Show Stop me how you play it. the game. Oh, that shit's hilarious. Okay, no, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Stop. Because fireworks are illegal in Virginia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's true. There's and also that. Well, I, I got places. it from Pennsylvania. So. Yeah, yeah. He's going to drive to another state. I'm too, I'm too old. I'm too old to listen to this kind of shit out of you. Like, I, I, if I have a son, I will tell him, if you love me, do not tell me anything about what you do with your life. Like, don't tell me a single goddamn thing. Oh yeah, no. The best are like the holiday dinners where me and my brother actually start telling my mom all the shit we did growing up, and she uh, would, she would get like that. Eventually, she would just cover her ears and be like, "I don't want to hear it. You're good boys. Oh gosh, I you you're such we a good boy. We did that one. I'm like, well, Lisa, that that my dad. I was raised by a single dad who our refrain growing up was like, "Do not tell your mother about this. She will take you away from me." And so, <laughs> I mean, I should laugh like that. Then, when I was graduated from high school, my dad figured, well, she's out of the house now. And my sister's only like a year behind me. So he was kind of like, well, that's my last children with her. So he starts telling her, as a as a fun aside, like all of the, the shit we went got up to at her at his party, house right? at our at my graduation party. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching my mom her jaw and her dropped. knuckles start turning white. Like her knuckles start turning white. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. She's about to have a heart attack right now. And she's like, Ali, can I see you in the kitchen? And I was like, no. A private conversation. <laughs> oh, no. 
And then she goes, no. I think, I think I need some help in the kitchen. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die in this kitchen. And she lit into me for like an hour. She was like, you didn't tell me anything about the time you almost got kidnapped in Europe. You didn't tell me anything no. about the time, like all these things about the time that you and your sister decided to make money at your dad's party by making cocktails Skeeters, for yes. everyone when you were seven yeah. and nine. Like entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I, I think that's just good parenting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's good parenting. <laughs> we, we turned out okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. At, at but family yeah, beach I week. just don't want to know anything my children yeah, at our, at get our up family to as long week. as they make it home. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've taught my nieces and nephews uh, a couple of solid drinks, my go-to drinks, the way I like them. And they know when I show up to beach week, I have a stack of fives, tens, and twenties on me. Yeah. And so if I'm like, man, I could really go for another drink. Or if any one of them sees me shake my cup and it's nothing but ice, one of them will run over and grab it and be like, I got it. Which one do you want? And I'd be like, we're going to do the spicy margarita this time. They'd be like, okay. And they run off. But I hit them with a 20, you know, so they're making money. <laughs> when my sister and I were seven and nine, my dad took us to this party and he was a single, he'd been a single dad for a couple of years. And my aunt Fred decides, you know, we're standing around very bored. Uh, and my aunt Fred decides that she's going to teach us how to make um, martinis. And she's like, okay, so there's d- dry, dirty, up. Like all the different ways to make it. I like it extra. And dirty. so we're walking around like little waitresses asking everybody, like, do you want your martini dry or up or dirty? And we're making them for them right next to like the- <laughs> <laughs> just jacking yeah. off that ghost. They like we're like shaking. there with the thing, right. with the shaker and doing all the stuff. And then somebody decides it's super funny to put out a jar that says Allie and Kenny, which is my sister's name, Allie and Kenny's um college fund. And then people start getting really hammered. And they start throwing in money. Yeah. And we made $300. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> they never heard of that. Yeah, Restaurants make their money off of alcohol. Why can't 10-year-olds? I mean. Uh. And to this day, I think I could make a dirty martini if I really needed to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. We'll try yeah. that in the next go-around. All right. Yeah. So. So. The book. Rand, <laughs> the book. I, I love how Rand walks in. He's, like you said, into his thoughts. And it's, we need to make sure this plan goes off without a stitch. And, you know, what do I do or how do I know if a woman's into me? Oh, yeah. I almost so totally forgot like, about that. It's it, like, I don't know. Schizophrenic. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we need to make sure this plan goes off. And Matt's like, I know. I, I'm the one that came up with the plan with you guys. He's like, um, and how do I know if a woman's in love with me? Oh, honey, you know if you're asking I that just question. Ask her. Go up to her. Be like, Avienda, I love you. What you're saying is you turn me down what? Oh, yeah. In my wheel of time? What? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that would shorten the series up way too much. Yeah. Uh. Drives me nuts. Maybe yeah. a book. Well, <laughs> that, that just adds to what I was saying about how he has so much shit going on. And we know he's avoiding Avienda, but it's not because he doesn't like her. He's avoiding her because he likes her. And it's just... How do we feel about that? So (laughs) he needs to give her a little time of day because she's not a great communicator either. And she needs to tell him that she's pregnant, but she hasn't had the opportunity yet. Yeah. Is that what you think's going on? That's what I know's going on. (laughs) She, come on. There's been, there were hints from the wise ones and one of them was about to say it and then like got cut off. And (laughs) 
Yeah. Like Avienda was trying to like stop him and talk to him, and then Rand was like, "Close gate." <laughs> yep. You know. <laughs> like yeah, I can see it. Come could on. Be. I can Clearly, Preggers. Could be. Look, that we're, be, we're, we're be beyond read and find out here. <laughs> on the first time you've ever had sex to get someone pregnant, but it's certainly not unheard it, it, of. It, it is yeah. severe. So, how I many mean... more personal stories do you want me to share? I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have four children. Do you know how many versions of birth control I've defeated? Like, I, I mean... I did the whole uh, just for a little bit just to see how it feels. I guess we'll name him River. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. we'll name him River. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I that was I was also a baby, <laughs> oh, so I guess I can't talk. <laughs> but like, I mean, my whole existence. But um, yeah, I I I don't love that he's avoiding her. I think if you have had sex with someone, you do owe it to them to at least have a conversation. Hold on. No, let's be fair. He attempted to even marry her. He has given her the opportunity for conversation. But that was also an immature response. It was. The whole, we had sex, let's get married. That's, come on. It was. I'll give you that. But, 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 but. He has had, uh, he has given her other opportunities to converse. And she has not given him the time of day she just their relationship kind of morphed into her almost playing coy, and now all of a sudden he's important enough to track down to have conversations with. Because before she didn't want to have the time of day with him. I think the issue is is that That's he watched her die last book. Oh, I think yes. his well, issue okay. is he watched her now. Die. That's definitely a big thing. And yeah. then she came back to life, blessings, but. His past life already has dead wife trauma. Yes. Right? And so mm-hmm. now he's like... Robbie! Robbie! Sorry. And, and now, that's true. Now I he's like, I've watched her die once. I don't want to watch her die again. But let right? me push her away and not love her. That'll make time. it easier. Let me just yeah, push her away. For, for real, it this does time, work. I don't want to see it. It does work. I'm going to... push my last one away. I was like, all right, we're done. I'm going to push her away. <laughs> So that I don't have to potentially watch her die. And so that maybe she'll be safe from me. I still care for her deeply. I just have nothing. But I'm like, I think because you've had sex with her, you do owe her that explanation. (laughs) I think you owe her. I I don't want to watch you die again. Sure. Or ever. If if you're (sighs) mature enough to do the deed, you should be able to have the conversation to go along with it. But part of the problem is not just culturally are they way different how they approach things and what different things mean. They're both still really young and immature. They don't know how to verbalize what's going on. I mean, he's almost like they're speaking foreign languages. Like Chris, you say he tried to communicate to her, but the way he did it from her perspective and the way she was raised, some of it was offensive and some was just like totally missing the mark. So she's like, you idiot. Like, why are you acting this way? And vice versa. So like they can't, they still don't even know how to communicate on that topic with each other. Yeah. True. I agree. There's no that. culturally different. I, agree with that. I mean, they can't even joke together because their jokes are completely different. <laughs> like they have nothing in common. So I don't even know. The only they thing they can do phenomenally. You know what oh, they can do? Irascible. Okay. I'm sorry. This joke is very clear. An irascible farmer. <laughs> Thank you. I love that joke. It's it's the highlight of the series. I, I listened to it three times and read it three times, and I have no idea. <laughs> I died of laughter. I'm Love with the Aiel. I like. Is it is it the water? 
<laughs> I get it. I get the joke. It's a comedy of manners. Yeah, it's propriety. But it appears to me that the Aiel typically will do body humor as opposed to... Or laconic humor. Or laconic humor, like dry humor as opposed to comedy of manners, which is more like French. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do the French humor. <laughs> or Southern. So maybe that's why I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like it's a very small town South. It's joke. a very small town South kind of joke. So, although, although the part where it's like, but I am late tired, then take a nap and fire the missiles. Like that's hilarious. Then fire the missiles. Right. Yeah. That's about the only French joke I ever thought. Was. Unlocking a memory for me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so thought back. about that one a minute. Way, yeah. way back. Um, so yeah. So what do you think? Rand's going insane from this interaction. I mean, Matt does. What do you think about Rand's sanity? I mean, we've talked about it a few times, but... Man, he's been I, I think he's fine. Sorry, guys. Go Thank ahead. You. He's fine. I think it's a good sign that he's he's still fighting inside of his head. And yeah. this is evidence of, like, the battle that's going on and all the conflicting thoughts and him trying to reason with it. And if, you said it earlier, though. And I'm going to come back to what you said, because I'm right there with you because I do the same thing. When I'm overwhelmed with my to-do list... I, I even saw a, um, a meme on this earlier about like getting so overwhelmed that you can't do it and it only grows more. And then it's like spinning and then you start to ruminate and, and, and it all comes out and then you can't figure out what you're going to do first and where to start. Right. You get, and you know, where to start gets crazy. I, I literally walked in the door on Chanel earlier and l- just got home. I came home for lunch. I walk in the door and I start into the conversation that we were having earlier during lunch like, did you try this and that and the other? She looks at me and she's like, "What are you talking about?" I do you too. Oh what are yeah. You uh, have you have you have you seen the meme where it's like, if you have a really big problem and like the therapist is like, "We'll try breaking into smaller pieces." Like, well, then I have a lot of small things I have to worry about now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, my thing is that I'm like, I don't know, as somebody who processes things, because I'm neurodivergent, right? So I process things externally. So I talk to myself a lot right? To process things. Like I have to like verbalize what I'm thinking in my head. Like to me, what Rand talks to himself or like laughs at his internal monologue, like to me, it makes sense as a person. (laughs) Because I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." I also laugh at stuff or like talk to myself all the time. I don't think this Mm -hmm. is him going crazy. This is him being so overwhelmed with the importance of literally the world so I'm not going to call yeah. this insanity. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Well, it's but, not the insanity that we're dealing with as far as his internal battle between him and Luz. No, it's not that. But, right. but the other let's, let's get out of let's get out of the fantasy world and think about any one of us if we were put under as much pressure as Rand is under. That's enough to make you go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so this I is have normal been under insanity. Unbelievable amounts of stress. <laughs> Do you remember when we started? This and like, podcast? I start to get like a little, a little like out of it. You know, like you're so engrossed in what's going on in your head that you don't even process what's happening externally because there's just too much. Yes, oh, yeah. you you're in. You're mm-hmm. inside here working it, and yeah, you're not and taking I'm in big, anything new. I'm a big, like, I talk to myself. I will, like, practice speeches with myself. Gus, you still married her? You weren't worried about all this? (laughs) And he likes me. I know, and he likes me. I told you, Gus is my bro, and he's the man. He's awesome. But I'll tell him, like, he'll walk in, and he's like, are you talking to someone? I'm like, no, just me. I'm just trying to, like, 
think about what I want to say. That must make life so easy. She tells you everything she's thinking. Good God. Oh, yeah. And it's it's just one one simple, continuous path, right? There's no diverging. Definitely definitely doesn't bounce all over the place. Definitely doesn't switch. Oh no, it's not a it's not a linear thought pattern. It's like very all over the place. But but eventually I will land with with like what I've been trying to say. And I'm like, okay, here's my thesis. But you're going to have to think to deal with like 17 different thought patterns before I get there. So like Grant's just neurodivergent, honestly. Yeah. He's just neurodivergent. At least at least at least right now in this part, he's Mm -hmm. he's just being neurodivergent, never was just hating for no reason. And it also yeah. makes a difference that he's walking in on Matt and dumping all of these things. Right. Um, I mean, who does he have around him right now that he can have, that he could just unload on? I, I don't think yeah. anybody right now, not in this moment. Because he's avoiding Avienda. He's avoiding Avienda. But because... even if they were hanging out and talking yeah. about sex and their babies, like, I don't think the relationship's at the point, the trust is at the point I mean, he where he could just once. unload everything. I think he could. I, I, think, I think that was a two for kind of night. You know what I mean? I think he could have that closeness with her if he wanted to. <laughs> they yeah. would both have to develop. But they sure. would both mm-hmm. have to get rid of a lot of their bullshit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they were, they, and here's the thing. We're talking about like college sophomores. Yeah. And that's what I keep thinking 20, of. 21, yeah. Is their babies? They're, we're talking about college sophomores. That was juniors. literally the year I threw the firework in on my buddy. That was <laughs> right. All he wants to do is throw a firework in on his buddy, uh-huh. and instead he's running the world. Yeah, Y'all, yeah, that, that's a big deal. We haven't yeah. made it through chapter one. And it is ten o'clock. <laughs> All right, let's, let's move outside then. Okay, guys on the end, and then Soft a boy's a boy's, get, a boy's getting beat by uh, by some hunters of the horn. Got An it, ugly boy, orphan boy. No, oh, the, the the Aladdin scene. And his name oh, is not every God. not every day you see a horse with two rear ends. <laughs> yeah, seems Oliver. 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 Yeah. This might be one of the funniest interactions I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> this is Oliver, where I'm yeah. saying, like Matt the first has... meeting of Oliver, where he's like, where where Oliver starts talking about, oh, we buried my mom with the flowers, and he's like, okay, great, you smell bad. Just take a bath. Like <laughs> first things first, I can't even take your tragic story seriously because like, I'm trying not to throw so up on you. You smell so bad. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. I want you to take a bath. Yeah. Like, your odor you is gotta, far more so, tragic than you losing your mother. Okay. You so gotta you think it. about this. I, I'm not giving Matt an excuse at all. This boy literally just said he lost his father. So for, for to to recant, to go back a little bit. This boy is being choked out by a high lord because mm-hmm. he rode the he touched the lord's horse. Yeah, and Matt sat like on it, right? sat, he on it. sat on it. He tried to sit yeah. on it. Yeah. So so Matt literally takes the cane and like smacks one dude in the balls and crushes the other one in the chin because there's two lords here trying to punish a a, a small child. A child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is where I go back to saying like Matt has a genuine heart. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And. He would never cheat a person, and he always looks out for the little guys, literally the little guy in this instance. But they've become so accustomed to death at this point where the kid's like, yeah, I buried my mom by the flowers. And he's like, good job, kid. You smell like shit. 
Specifically bad. You smell like ass. He 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 had no like polite way of saying anything more than we're gonna take care of you. We're gonna feed you. We're gonna bathe you. We'll figure yeah. it out after that. I thought like Oliver. He, he takes him in. I mean, he's like, we'll, yeah, we'll take yeah. you until we can. Oh yeah, right I just couldn't stop laughing at the transition, yeah. like between. Yeah. Okay, I hear you, and that's a really sad story. But you, you smell, smell like, so bad. Okay, listen, buddy, you smell like ass. You need well, to take a bath. No one's going like, to take yes, you seriously. Smelling he like did this. need to take a bath. This is true, right? But and see, everyone Oliver's who's ever been thoughtful. around a like seven to ten year old child usually, knows that every yeah. seven to ten year old child needs a boy especially needs to take a bath no not my nephews they know better nice well congrats because i am a former teacher and yep. we have to have a conversation at the beginning oh, of, i had, had conversations to yeah I have a conversation at the beginning of every year where i was like i can't smell you like this can't happen yeah like, here's deodorant Here's two because I'd have kids come up to me and brag. They'd be like, I haven't had my teeth brushed in five days. All right, that's that gross. is disgusting. Teeth so brushing needs that. to be daily. So I get but that. I During the school year, bad. my kids will shower daily. <laughs> During the summer, <laughs> they so go now, European. Well, so I treat summer like how I did in my lifeguard years. Uh, oh, yeah. And Alan, you might be able to co sign this. There were summers while I was lifeguarding in the pool every day where I was like, chlorine washes everything off. Or I didn't shower for weeks. My when wife hates when I make that argument. When I make that argument, like, you get a kid's bath. Like, no, they're in the pool today. And like, I was like, no, they definitely need a bath. And I was like, no, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> now, I won't let my kids go for weeks. But if we're – so if we're in the river at my dad's house, we shower every day because river water is a little different. But if we're at the pool – Going two, three days without a shower. Like, I wait until their hair gets really stiff. Then I'm like, yeah, we need to throw some shampoo on that. Till their hair gets... <laughs> yeah. There's no flipping way. I'm not up. taking a shower after I've been in a pool. I itch. It's, it makes you... There's like a layer. There's a layer that you feel when you yeah, get out Yeah, you got to get the grime off. You got to get the grime try, off. Try so being I'm, at I'm sea like... for weeks with no available showers. Oh, see, yeah, that's fun. Do that. Where you have yeah. layers of salt. <laughs> salt. Of you. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. literally like a cake of salt <sighs> on your skin. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Alex, no. You so bad. Yeah. No, really no. Bad. I, but well, see, I remember when my littlest sister was tiny, like, she was maybe six, and she hated taking baths more than anything in the world. And for some reason, that was my job. It was like, Cammy doesn't like to take baths. You got to bathe her. And got it. one time she held on, like, back naked to the banister of our of our railing. And I just had her by the ankles. And she's like, in me. <laughs> and I was just like, pulling her into the bath. Wafting her non like, This is what children are. They don't know what's good for them. You just have to make them take a bath. Yeah. Well, Same with Alter. Alter needs to take a bath. And Alter like, needs a bath. But, but uh, it's just the transition between your parents are dead. That sucks. The step. Oliver was like, Bad. bro, I'm right here. Like, talk to me like a man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Oliver got his conversation like a man. Yeah. Stink. And, and Matt respects it. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, yeah. And and it's you still know, funny, I get, yeah, but you're right. I, I couldn't stop laughing between the, between the we buried my mom in the flowers. Cool, you smell bad. I just can't get over <laughs> that the guy's name is Lord Pears. Lord Pears, Lord Pears, Pears like Lord Cullen, like a sandy pear. Like you. Now, do you pear? think they're gonna come back, Ian? Do they have any relevance, or is it Who's just? That? 
these two the hunters, lords, Lord Pears and Lord Apples, or whatever. I mean, so far there's nothing of significance, but Alan has been hinting that the world is about to blow up, and we're gonna have fifty bazillion characters doing crazy ass shit. So who knows? Yeah, but I, no. there's nothing about that that seems exciting to me. I don't know. Lord Paris seems final battle material to me. <laughs> yeah, he might be the one that comes back just for the final battle, and he's mentioned as the guy that gets stomped on by like a cavalry <laughs> of horses. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got to wait. Think I remember AD's him. Going to be a main character. <laughs> I mean, I think Oliver's going to stick around. He's yeah. getting invited to the in crowd. Yeah, I mean, it would be Ali who was like the first instance of meeting Oliver. So I was like, ah. there was that. Oh, there's that the first, the first oh, instance, right. and maybe the only. I don't know. Would you think that let's Matt's pause for going a to just leave a child orphaned alone? Sure. Matt Matt's the hero, right? Matt's being a great guy. Well, is Matt that is... heroic behavior to leave Hold a on. child who in Matt, need behind? Matt is a general of an army that's getting ready to go on this big ass campaign. Yeah. All he and his buddies are about are fighting and kicking ass and taking names. And he brings in this child. That's a response. I'm not. I'm not trying to get too off topic here, but there are parts of the world right now where there are warlords whose whole life is fighting, and they bring in children to their camps, and they're like, "Oh, you don't have parents? Come with me. I will take care of you and train you." And we don't look very fondly on those people. Mm. So we're we're looking at this in a very positive light because we're like, oh, it's Matt and we love Matt. But if you look at what Matt is right now, what he's doing, and he's bringing a child into his camp, eh, it's a little dicey. Yeah. I don't know. I think he could certainly find a a more perhaps appropriate permanent home for the kid. Sure. Uh, yeah. Parent, right. Parental figure. That's yeah. responsibility. And Matt has been trying this whole time to avoid what? Everything. Everything. <laughs> I was gonna say every every So the fact that he even brings a shot in, I gotta give it to Matt. Like he's gonna be a good father. Yeah. The thing about Matt, though, I mean, what what I what I admire about him is the way he thinks and the way he acts. Is they never line up, ever. No, he's right. We talk about yeah. he's avoiding responsibility forever, and then he spends half a book five like, oh, those guys are gonna get ambushed. It's not my problem, but I will step in and rescue them. And, and I quote Ali, "Am I Matt?" like it went from god i hate this kid he's he reminds me of every bad kid i've ever taught teaching (laughs) going back he can't keep his hands to himself he's just going to do cause me a problem to the point where i went oh no (laughs) oh and this is where my theory comes from where the emmons fielder you hate the most in the early books, is the Emmons Fielder you're the most like. Mm-hmm. That was all about parent being a blockhead. By the way, where is my freaking parents chapter? Continue. Okay. I feel, yeah. it's, it's coming. We know it's, it's coming. On the road. Gus, which character did you hate the most I, I early was on? the most frustrated with Perrin. Who are you most like? Perrin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Who did I hate the most? Matt. Who do, am I the Matt. most like? Don't. Yeah. That's <laughs> trap. Yeah. So after after this whole interaction, that's when they uh, Matt's like, "All right, we're gonna go ahead and rally up everybody. We leave first thing in the morning." And, and both Tom Honest and everybody's like, "Dude, it's like in two hours now." And he's like, "I don't care. We're, we're we march south." And he's like, yeah. "It's uh, called delegation, my yeah. man." 
You deal with that. We're I'm not going to sleep. That's yeah, they're happens. they're like, we're that's... not going to be able to sleep. And Matt's like, I am. That's yeah, not what happens. Is it? Yeah, he looks at a boat. Yeah, he He's goes like, to a Let's boat Let's go to first. that boat. And then they're like, oh, we can't okay, get on yeah, the boat. Yeah. yeah, because that's yeah. where I was making the statement. Okay. I don't think he's avoiding the, the, the daughter, daughter of the nine, of the nine moons. moons at all. He's like, mm, sea folk. He's like, sea mm. folk. I doubt it. Not this far in, but I'm curious. Let me go and check this shit out. Maybe my future wife is on that. My future baby mom is up there. Like, I had not read it that, that way. Yeah, but yeah. I see where you're coming from. My yeah. my read on that was he was like, oh, a supply chain would be nice. Like that, that to too. Stuff. But well, I get you. That makes Yeah, I see that. He certainly wasn't running from it. Yeah. No. He was running to it. Yeah. To it. To it. Yeah. And he so the beautiful woman get off that boat, right? He does. They, they can't get. They can't get to the boat though. So. Because um, that boat leaves, but a beautiful yeah. woman well, get he, off that boat, and he watches. You got attack. You got a jibe. They didn't. You got attack. You got a jibe. They, yeah. they didn't jibe. So. <laughs> I think yeah. this woman that got off the boat might be, Le Dauter. Oh, you think? No, daughter? she's daughter of the eight moons. He's gonna be like so close. Oh. <laughs> He's like, wait, one more moon. Do you have a theory? Yeah, <laughs> the daughter of the nine moons is. It's got to be some high up lady in the Sean Chan world. Hmm. I That's I think I know. I think I know who it is. Who? Haven't we met a Sean Chan person? Who? Wait, it was the chick that We've met was with Nynaeve several. and Elaine, and then it's all about Bell Doman. We've met oh, Egyanin, and we've met Suroth. I'm thinking Suroth. Okay. I don't remember which it was. One of them, I, I was thinking it might be it. Can I share who I think mine is? You can show. Because I, I have Alan, no can evidence. She share who she thinks she I think it's is? two on. Who is that? You keep saying this name. The like Empress's gonna... second daughter. Okay, but where did you hear this name? Because you bring this up all the time. <laughs> but, but, but. Wait, Wait, let's give them a chance to work this out, Gus. How, how does it make because... you feel when she says this name? <laughs> I, I, I always do, because sometimes she will pick up on stuff that may or may not be relevant. And in the event that it is not relevant, I like to give her the opportunity to explain where she got there instead of they just mentioned saying, like, her once. Bunt. They mentioned her once in passing, and I made a joke about it because she's two on and she's the second daughter. So I was like, okay, well, the first one's got to be one on. And it was a Ayo. joke. Ayo. Uh-huh. Um, but that stuck in my head because I'm hilarious. And <laughs> and the emancipated child is Freon. But but, <laughs> but but what is the Empress's court called? Why don't you tell me? It is called the Court of the Nine Moons, Gus. And so, what would the Empress's daughters be called, Gus? Daughters, daughters. The daughters of the Nine Moons. And oh. the only one I know the name of is Tuan, her favorite child. Right, because they talked about how they want her to take over, how the Empress wants her to take over, but she might have to kill her sister to do it. Okay. That was, I yeah. think it's that her, so much and she's going to come with the return. Don't stop this her. This is my crack theory. <laughs> Keep it coming. But I'm so confident. <laughs> I'm so oh, confident oh, that this is going to happen. Oh, I'm so <laughs> confident because I'm like, it all fits. It's like a puzzle. It yeah, all fits. And this sure. is, I get, I get crazy. <laughs> I get crazy, but I'm like, this is what's going to happen. Allie, what I happens when I talk to myself right. too much, but I think it's going to happen. Allie. Yeah. I appreciate All that, that because great. we have those same type of theories. So 
We're glad to hear it come out of somebody else's mouth. <laughs> I don't remember her, so this is a newer. Like, we need you to come back. Everyone, it was one line to bring that up. It was one it's line, one line and, uh, but I made I made a hilarious joke about it. <laughs> no, so Allie, I want you to know if you don't already know. So you sh- you should feel very blessed that you have Gus that will even when he's like in his mind, where's this coming from? Encourage you to talk about it and try and you know put it together. Whereas sometimes I'll say something that is right, and Alan will shut me down mid podcast and be like, "Ian, no, just, just stop dude. bringing it up. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard." So then I don't bring it up, and then a book later it happens and it's true, and I'm like, "Alan, you son of a bitch, I had it." That too. When no, have I ever done that? Give up makes on me it. feel, Ian. He makes me feel like an idiot. When have I like ever told he... you to not extrapolate on a theory? No, you make me extrapolate on a theory, but then you tell me why on the air why you think <laughs> it might be stupid. Not believe that word because we're married. And but maybe I'm lying. He will, go, he will go like, oh, is that what you think? Well, here's like 45 holes in that. And I have to like defend my position. I'll have you know. And then half the time I'm fucking right. I'll have you know I intentionally do that with stuff that you and write so about And so we've sometimes. called it gaslighting. Yes. And he gaslights me into thinking that I'm wrong about stuff that I'm freaking right about. Oh, interesting. And I Gus, don't Gus trust must man that I marry anymore. Yeah. I, I think this uh, podcast is maybe the worst thing that's ever happened to our marriage, but I am here for it. We're going to finish this. I'm watching I do that language. for Chanel You guys still time. lean into each other. There is, there is definitely some love there. She likes I it, see. Gus. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you are. Just have a safe word and it's okay. The thing is coming out. Also, I should say, I don't hate anyone, but I there were characters early on that I was not a fan of. And I will say I I found that a lot of people identify a lot with the character that they're the least fan of in the beginning. In the beginning. Finger. Anyway. Does that that really make me Gowan then? Yeah. (laughs) Don't you who? I don't know him. We don't know him on our podcast. (laughs) That's what Ian calls me all the time. I'm like, that's not fun. He calls you Gawain? Yes. Well, when we first first met Gawain, he was just spouting out a bunch of useless information. He was like, well, I've heard about Two Rivers Tobacco, and did you know the the moths that grow in the Misty Mountains and just blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, that's Alan. I'll mention Alan. I'll be like, Alan, so I went to Freeport today, and he's like, let me tell you an interesting fact about that. And goes all Jeopardy on me. Legitimately, at this point, someone was like, Ali, you're a lot like Gowan. I would end the podcast. <laughs> Alan, Alan tried to, and that's why he was saying it. I don't even know why yet. Okay, so a couple like, anyway, so the book. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So after the, the Seafolk Todd, then, uh, then, then Matt announces for first light we're leaving. And that's pretty much how we end this chapter is everybody, yeah, they're leaving. They leave. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He goes back to the end. The people are dancing. Betsy tries to make another pass. He's like, no, I'm going to bed. Uh, you talk and... too much. I have a better use for your mouth. Uh, <laughs> we won't do that. All right. In my head, Cam, Betsy's just awkward. <laughs> I I really liked Betsy in the beginning. She had really great thoughts. She was very observant. She was definitely interested in a lot about Matt. Had he given her time and get, let her not be nervous, I think they could have had some really good conversations, and one thing could have led to another, and Matt could have married this girl. 
we can't complain uh, about Betsy. Uh, we we complain so much about the lack of communication and how people will think something and say something else. Meanwhile, yeah. Betsy just says whatever's in her fucking head. It's just, <laughs> boom. Exactly. This is what I see. This is what I think. What is that? Who are you? Why do they act that way? What's going on? This is, I'm sweating. Blah, 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 blah. She breathed. If everybody yeah. did what Betsy did, this series would be a book and a half. Do y'all, do y'all remember who Lord of Chaos is dedicated to? Betsy? Betsy! It is literally, it is literally for Betsy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is Betsy so reflect some real life person? I assume we... Betsy Me, is a real person. <laughs> Someone message Matt Hatch and get the details here. Yeah, like, Betsy? Ask Brandon. Yeah. Oh, Betsy? yeah. Brandon no, that's... Like, that's what I've been waiting for. Here's all that. <laughs> that's real for me, though. I don't know. As someone who identifies as a Betsy, um, there's just no mystery with us. Like, we're going to tell you our entire life story in an evening. Yeah. I have those. I'm not full on that way. Like, my personality changes just depending on the mood and whatever. But, yeah, I, I have... I think I tend to be that way. Oh, yeah. If it's in yeah. my if it's in my mind, it comes out. I I think it makes our lives easier. For Betsy, For Betsy. I, and I I appreciate when other people are like that. Some people will apologize to me. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for being so direct." And da 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 da. I'm like, "No no no, I need that. Like, gotcha. I don't want to have to guess what's going on in your head. If no. you're telling me what's happening in there, I can I can live there. That's fine. Yeah, it's no guessing." Well, and I like, I like knowing, I I really like gossip. So I really like when people tell me all their (laughs) secrets. I don't love you. You know, when you just have like a drunk night and you become best friends with some rando at the bar and they tell you everything. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite night. happens all the time. I feel like that's what the Wheel Reads episodes with Allie and Gus are like. <laughs> We're pushing like two hours. Are we pushing two? Okay, now yeah. chapter yeah. six. Christmas, so, so, Christmas so any, 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 uh, any, anything I'm you like, want to talk? You're right. The, the all, it, we had, we had this chapter for two reasons. Two reasons alone. A, we introduced Betsy just because that's who the book was written to. B, we introduced Oliver, and I think Oliver is going to play a big role in helping Matt out. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Helping or hurting? Helping. <laughs> Ooh, I think having somebody like Oliver around right now is going to mess him I up. I think Oliver's going to slow him down and make him have to really consider what he's doing with his life. And Re- Remember Matt's relationship with his sisters, and I know they're family, but like Matt's one who will who will value protecting children over so much more. Yeah. So I could see Matt getting put in a position of win a battle, save a hundred lives, or walk away to save Oliver. Oliver will choose save Oliver mm-hmm. or, or any small child. Like he, as much as he bounces around in what he says and what he thinks and what his actions actually are, like Matt has some pretty well defined principles of like what's important to him. Yeah, and I agree. I definitely think helping a small child, an innocent small child trumps winning some great battle so if those two things ever conflict matt's host mm, I bet. that's a good theory yeah i like that let's go on and move right into uh, the next chapter so chapter six threads woven of shadow and are symbols like a snaky thing like with a square that's the mirage logo oh gotta be interesting is it because we haven't had this one yet have we 
I think it's new. the first time. Yeah, it's, it's new. This twisted, yeah, it's new for this book. Yeah. So. And we've heard of Samurag before, but this is the first time we really start getting into the. Is someone's uh, house pretty done? I can hear it too. No, that's your alarm, dude. You didn't it's stop mine? the timer. Oh, you I didn't, didn't stop the timer. <laughs> I use those timers for the kids all the time. Oh, that's what it was. It was the timer. Mm-hmm. That's okay. funny. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is this mm-hmm. thing making noise? Alan's like, yeah. hold yeah. on, pause. Somebody needs to fix their <laughs> shit. I can hear an alarm. <laughs> it's me. It's, it's me. Be more professional. It's wow. me. I can't work like this. Personally. It's me. It's all me. So, yeah. So, uh, our chapter symbol is this guy. Yeah. I think. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. It looks menacing. It, it, it's, it it's a symbol. Quite ominous. Yeah. Cool. All right. So uh, let's get jump right in. Uh, we're with Forsaken. Um, jumping right into Samuel's point of view. Uh, it opens with Samuel entering into Grendel's uh, residence. I said the wrong name, too. I meant Grendel. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You think it's Grendel's okay. symbol? Yeah. Okay. Not Samrog's. That makes more sense. Could be, okay. could be both. Could be both. Could be all Simrog the Forsaken. Yeah. And and she finds uh finds herself standing on a on a dais like covered with gilded chairs and like naked people everywhere or at least half naked people and the most beautiful people it's performing all sorts of arts. I like so, Grendel. That's how that's how Grendel rolls. You I like Grendel? I do like Grendel. I like Grendel <laughs> and Samarag. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I like You're glutton about for Grendel punishment. Let's unpack this. Let's unpack this. <laughs> Continue on. <laughs> Let's I unpack really? all of our traumas right Brenda now. With her, her, her slight persuasive attitude, her love mm-hmm. for pretty things, mm-hmm. her pushing people the way she wants them. Like, I hope my daughter grows up to be that person when she's born. <laughs> she's it, definitely a Taurus or a Libra, if we're going oh, zodiac okay. signs. Okay. She mm. could be an early Aquarius. So the, the January Aquarius will sleep on you. They are twisted in their head. Mm. I only trust February Aquarius, the January ones. Mm, really? Yeah. I've mm-hmm. heard that about early Gemini's. Yeah. Everyone always mm. says like early Gemini's are hard. Little, little um, I'm a Libra. Mm. I know, and I'm I have a Taurus in my chart, and I'm not a big zodiac person, but um, but I know that we like a lot of um like finer things really nice things tauruses and libras and And there's nothing um, wrong with collecting things so i feel i sense that from her i sense Hmm. that same vibe and it's you're like but it's it's not about for her it's not about having the things and it's not even about showing off the things well uh, there's a little bit of showing off the things she has to other people because she does talk about how she specifically got this collection for this meeting but it's a need to be in control and it's mm-hmm. not enough to just be, to be in control of just anybody. She has to be in control of these top tier people that in their world think they're the shit, but she's able to manipulate them really? and twist them in her exactly. world. And that makes her beautiful effed up. No, it's she wants- heavy. She Having survived a, a manipulator like that, it's not beautiful. Yeah, it's I mean, not cool at all. No, 
It, that's, she wants that's the beautiful twisted. people, the the powerful people. She doesn't want just anybody. Everybody in her wants She wants to the people that in their world are convinced they could not be manipulated like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the hard to get that, people. The people that think they're the cock of the walk. She's like, oh, you think you're something? Well, sprinkle magic dust. Yeah. Now you're under my control. That made me think about her, that she was someone. She at the time, I was kind of like, is she someone that that wasn't powerful at some point in her life? Oh, yeah, definitely. And so she likes exerting that control over yeah, yeah. people who are powerful. The, the, I'm sorry, I'm a fat kid. So I say, she was the fat chick. I mean, yeah. you... You think, right, like, there was something about her. It's some sort of trauma response. Right. Well, because I think all of the Forsaken, they like, you don't just go from zero to hail Satan, right? Like, you, there's something deeply broken about you. But you can want to have all this power, and you can want to have uh, immortality. You You could choose that path without being what Grendel is being here. Oh, yeah. You don't well, need to go around and squash all the bugs and light them on fire with magnifying glass and just prove your dominance nonstop in a way that's really meaningless other than to show that you can do it. Right. Well, it's like Leandrin comes from nothing, right? And that's like kind of her thing. It's mm-hmm, like sure. she comes from nothing. So like having power feels really good to her. And part of me kind of wonders about Grendel too. I, yeah. I can't say whether or not we learn anything more about her, but at the time I was kind of like, what is this need to have people under your control who are these her, like rich and powerful people? Why is that not enough for you until pets. you have them? I think we get that in this chapter. Don't we get her Do we? backstory in this chapter? She, Do we? Yeah, I think so. I'm checking on Encyclopedia Watt because I don't want to say anything. But regardless... Yes. I think she's super interesting because it's like, sure, this is a There's thing a lot for there. her. Yeah. There's a lot there. There's a lot yeah. there. I found it. Like, it it's interesting to me, all of the forsaking kind of, it seems like it comes from a very deep, dark place. Yep. And like, I kind of yep. get some of it, like some of it where it's where, you know, you come from a position of no power or you come from a position of like, I really want this notoriety more than anything like i kind of get i don't want to say like yeah. i get it but was, there are parts yeah. of me that are like oh i mean was was who was the teacher because we've, we've heard that already masana masana that one i get so much <laughs> yeah. that one's the one i get more than anything i think because it's like i've been a teacher and <laughs> and that is a that is a job that will drive you wild chris I mean, can it, relate to that it's yeah oh, sorry we're like blurry now all of a sudden. Blurry oh okay. so that is a job where like the administration and the lack of support and the things that are being asked of teachers and then you don't get tenure after all of that mm. i get it I get why you yeah. go hail Satan. I get it. I get hundred <laughs> percent. Um, on Grendel. Can I can I read this out, Alan? Yeah. Sure. If it's in, well, I, I don't said, know what I said Alan. I heard <laughs> yes. Al and yes. I went yes. <laughs> uh, uh, at that first meeting, da, 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 everyone knew of her, famous and honored, a dedicated ascetic, treating those with disturbed minds healing could not touch. Yeah. 
When she okay. accepted his initial pledges to the great lord, every trace of the abstemious benefactor was gone. As I if thought she that deliberately... was Simarag, though. I, th- I don't know. That's why. No, I that's, yeah. Oh, I got you. On the surface was her total fixation with her own pleasure, nearly obscuring a desire to pull down everyone who had a particle of power, and that in turn almost hid her own thirst for power. Grendel had always been very good at hiding things in plain sight. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. she was a therapist. Yeah, Yeah. she was. And she got tired of it. She's like, you know what? Tired of listening to your crap. I get that, too. I get that, too. It's like intentionally fucking with people. Well, no, no, no. So in her mind, she's saving them from themselves, but then also fulfilling her own need. She even makes the comment. She's like, you know, these these two people in their culture, the wife would rule for seven years and then she would die and then he'll take another person, but he'll rule for seven years and then he'll die. And that person that he took as a wife will rule for seven years. And then that and I just she's not she's not doing them any favors by fucking with them unless she educates them to the reality that actually is. If she doesn't bring them the knowledge that she has, if she leaves them with their knowledge and then treats them like puppets, then she's just playing fuck fuck games. But then the question is, has it's not she benefiting anyone? Has she tried to help enough? <laughs> I guess maybe it's because I've worked in nonprofit. has she tried to help enough that it has burned her out and i chris am i wrong maybe maybe she was the lifetime helper and never you work in nonprofit for long enough it it bricks i have to apologize to chanel all the time like you got the impatient me like i was anybody that you meet from my past will be like, he's the most patient person. I am no longer that person. <laughs> I do no. not have the patience. It got burnt out of you. I was burnt no. out. Yeah, I, I worked in nonprofits. I worked in as a teacher and it takes a lot. It takes a lot and it takes a lot out of you. Oh my God, I love Ooh. that. Um, but it takes a lot and it takes a lot out of you. And there's a certain extent to which I go, because of those experiences, I get it a little bit. If you're like, I have given so much of myself to my work that there's, I don't know who I am without it. And now that it's being taken away from me to some extent, I understand also being like, well, hey, well, hey, hail Satan. Right. <laughs> you know, because there's a certain there's extent no to which you work to... in nonprofits or you work it as a teacher where yeah. you go, there is nothing of me left. And now it's just survival mode. And we're mm. just trying our best. Like right. I've had to teach during some uh, appalling conditions and I've had to teach. Uh, there are there are significant traumas to doing nonprofits and to being a teacher that I'm like, it's never talked about. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I get it. I don't, I don't condone it, but I get it. Yeah. To a certain extent. I'll keep an open mind on her backstory. I'll put that out there. But as of of right now, I'm not, I'm not impressed. The Uber manipulator, like literally Mm -hmm. she gets the warning from Samuel. Who's like, you need to stop this. Even he see, thinks there's a problem with it, but only oh. in the sense of you might get caught because you might serve the wrong person to serve the wrong person. You might send right. a brother to serve a sister. 
you know, and an, arrow, an arrow will kill you just as fast as a shock lance. Yeah. And she's like, eh, I serve people. I, I treat them right. They will not mess with an invalid. And then she just like changes her shape. And mm-hmm. don't think I don't control them as well. That was the other yeah. point. So there yeah. is a little bit up here that's just completely wrong with her. And she does no. manipulate and control everything from the back. And she, I love her. Like, <laughs> she definitely is my favorite character of the chapter. I'm just going to put it out there. There's that's definitely scary. those people that are attracted to certain roles. Like, you know, I mean, certain certain jobs will just drive you up the wall, right? And you're like, I don't recognize like, you're but There are people drawn to jobs where you have power over people. Right, like therapy, like nursing, yeah. like being a teacher, where you're like, you meet these colleagues of yours, and you're like, you're doing this because not because you want to do good, but because you, you like control. having power over people. When you talk about shitty jobs, I was a telemarketer for like three weeks, and I quit because it was the worst job in the oh. entire world. <laughs> well, I, and I worked, I worked for senior living facilities. Like I've worked oh, that's lots of random odd jobs. So are you it's like, there are people control. who do these jobs because uh, you have a modicum of power over people, and yeah. they will take that Allie's like and my they will first grade run class. What? <laughs> Allie's like my first grade class was run like a tight ship. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> They were not going to leave with anything. No, I'm just I get, um, no, I I still get text messages like, "How did you deal with these kids?" I can't. Like, I'm taking medical leave because of these kids. How did you do it? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I had the power. Well, you go. No, you go. You go. All of them are sitting, and you are standing. It's a visual. I'm like, you know what? They're texting me all the shitty things they're doing to y'all right now. They're giving me a great laugh. I didn't encourage, but I haven't discouraged either. <laughs> yeah. Kurt's like, just texting back, have you tried this? <laughs> they're like, Mr. P, look at this. I'm like, you shouldn't be <laughs> doing <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh, one of those things. Yeah, when you work with kids, it's like your first two years. It is yeah. the hardest two years you've ever yeah. lived still, in your life. But once Grindel, you're good at it, it's was like a public school it's teacher. great. Is that but what then, you're yeah, you definitely know those He's teachers where you're like, you're in this for some weird external reason that has nothing to do with kids, has nothing to do with doing anything better. It's like you like having power over small people. And that's weird. And that's that something you might want to bring up with your therapist. teacher that has some weird whistle or snap or clap combo where all the kids like instantly respond and then uh-huh. freeze in place. And then yeah. there's the one kid that's still moving and she just turns and goes, Thomas, <laughs> did you hear me snap? Thomas like, <laughs> yeah, but then yes, I go at the same Allie, time, uh... I've never heard voices come out of me like have come out of me when I've taught children. Like you, you're like gentle, 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 gentle. And then one day you just freaking lose it. And it's like the the exorcist comes out of your mouth and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I've never heard I that mean, voice come out of my I, body. I, I have kids, so I know. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I like imagine it, but there's 12 of them. 
at the minimum. Like I've had taught the whole legion speaks children. from her at one time. How many voices was that? 30 babies. And it's like, you know, you can only be so patient before you're like, I just, I lost my mind today. And I don't you, know. You, I lost it the because they will do things where you go, what happened to you? And they're like, I don't know. I felt like poking them in the ear with a pencil. Just you to see what we and then grungy, and you your skin changes color because this is what happens with Grendel. See, when you're a lifeguard, when you're a lifeguard, <laughs> and then you're denied tenure. When you're a lifeguard, Eden and I are both life, lifeguards at a pool. You realize why they issue whistles. Hmm. <laughs> they don't issue you whistles, and you get no support. And you then should get a whistle as a teacher. You should get a whistle. Uh, a box sporty baby comes to you and goes, "Oh, here just kidding. Are all That's a plastic whistle. You need to act me thunder." Tips. They'll that you finally get the administration to come in and watch your class. And they're like, here's all these non-helpful tips. You'll send them to the principal's office. They'll come back with snacks. So now everybody's like, oh, yeah. the principal's office is awesome. Yeah. And the teacher is the problem, not going to the principal or not the behavior. The teacher is yeah. where the problem is. And I'm like, meanwhile, I've had kids threaten me. <laughs> like, you know, and you go, I'm 25. <laughs> you know so, it, anyway this, this so might I get seem it. like a crazy tangent but now i'm now i'm re-looking at this little blip of brent like i was judging her so hard but maybe maybe she's the good guy here yeah <laughs> maybe she I, was i told you i find her very 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 well, Samuel does it. He thinks it's a waste of time. <laughs> well, Samuel's about to get Brendan his ass kicked. So up. relatable and Asmodian. I'm like, I get it. Now, yeah. so going to this, Samuel though is being having his strings pulled too, Tri- doubly over, triply over. Like he's like, oh, I see her plot. She wants me to think that she's thinking about this, but she's really thinking about that. And she's like, I want you to think. Of, I'm thinking about this. I'm really thinking about that, but I'm actually thinking about this. Your I think death. I don't know if in this two is chapters. Samuel's, I don't know if it's his personality, but I'm getting the vibe that he's freaking out a little bit because he knows his number is coming. Oh yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a final destination type scenario where he knows he's next. He's like, he shit. He's I was also on the plane. I should be dying as well. I think he's starting to freak out. Yeah, I think I he thinks he has he his next. perfect plan, but I I think he thinks he's next. He's I think this whole I don't know world. that he is next. But I think he thinks he's next. I definitely thought next. at the time that you're at, and I won't say whether or not I was right, that he was next. I also, yeah. well, I don't think the male forsaken are particularly. Well, I mean, let's, let's, yeah, like that's the whole plan that Rand keeps talking about, but not talking about probably but, revolves around him. But, yeah. but, but, but there was one mention not that long ago about some smoke and mirrors thing. And it was. So I don't know if the smoke and mirrors is you fake the big army and then Rand zips in and takes out Samuel himself, or Rand might have a completely different plan and the smoke and mirrors is to distract everything. We we don't know that yet. We talked about that a, an episode or two ago, the whole smoke and mirrors thing. Anyways, but everything seems to point at Samuel. Yeah, I mean, I think... Oh, by the way, the children had nothing to do with why I would join the dark side. It's the administration. But... Um, (laughs) it's admin always, but, um, my, my feeling (laughs) at the time was that Samael was next. And that's why, like, yeah, like you said, like he's panicking. Um, I'm curious, do you have any thoughts 
about kind of going back to the prologue, the the new mirror draw friend and the um, yeah, Shida Haran, who we call Shida Hardon. Um, <laughs> that's how I remember him. <laughs> Shida Hardon and the two the new friends, the 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 uh, what Aaron Gar and Aaron Gar the Gars and Osan Gar. Yeah, do you have any thoughts about those two? And I'm sorry for retreading territory that's already been tread a bunch. Sure. Still developing. What's what stuck out to me more than that was. When was it D- Demondred? Mm-hmm. Is that where that's his name? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. makes note of how like the entrance is much larger than it needs to be for what he's seen. And that's not something like the Great Lord of the Dark would do. So that made me think that there's something bigger and better coming and going that we haven't met yet. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm well, sure it's a thing. I just don't know in what way these things will play out yet. Still yeah. kind of waiting. Yeah. I just I had a theory at the time and I was curious what your theory was. Yeah. Um cool, cool. So you do you, do you think it's a I mean, so kind of moving through this, um, obviously they talk about the pets and everything like that. Talk about um uh Shara mentioned a new place. Uh and we get is more it, to it. Is it new? Has Shara been mentioned anywhere else? I think Shara's been mentioned one it, yeah, okay. Okay. control F. But yeah. not a lot. Uh, yeah, okay. So in the previous books, it has been mentioned. You're right. So they yeah. talked about the land beyond the waste. Yeah, they didn't write really right. it by yeah. name. Because they, they sell uh, wetlanders. Well, yeah. not yeah. Kyrian in there. Because merchants can travel to the waste to get there. to do yeah. 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 yeah, and they sell Kyrian in there if they wow. see them yeah. in the waste. It's actually, yeah. wow. I'm surprised. I just control F the audit, the uh, ebook. It comes up in Great Hunt. It's okay. mentioned in Shadow Rising okay. about four, five times. I think the only time. reason why I remember it so much is I got obsessed with Shara for a minute. Wow, it's mentioned like 15. Wow. I got obsessed with Shara for a minute <laughs> well, because I was like, well, we're going to go there eventually. Yeah. We, well, we talked about probably a book ago how the world clearly has to expand beyond what we know now. Well, yeah. And, and mean, because the they mention it, I knew we were going that way. The Misty Mountain Hop or Mountains of Mist or bum, bum, whatever bum, they are. Bum, bum, we know there's some bum, shit going on bum, there. We just haven't been bum, there yet. Bum, bum. Yeah. The Seafolk <laughs> Islands, I think, will go. And sure. I think Shara with the Forbidden City. Yeah. I mean, that was really Steading. interesting yeah. to me. I think they're going to go in to the Steading. We'll talk and now we know a little bit more about that. And then, of course, the Sean Chan. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. other side of the world. But I, I thought they were really interesting particularly because they had a city you're not allowed to go in. And I went, well, then we have to go. Yeah. And yeah. they're breeding male and female acidine. Yeah. Well, yeah, they took that whole eugenics theory and really ran with it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because they, they somebody said, oh, yeah, I mean, eventually we should probably start that was in the great hunt how i talked about how the isodotic population is thinning a whole lot and one of the theories was is because they've been killing all the male channelers is breed they're they're breeding out the ability they're to breeding channel. out the male channelers yeah oh i sure do have a theory about shara but i don't think i should share it right now yeah you'll have to listen to our podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah feel free yeah 
There you go. But um, um, I, I thought that eventually, you know, we we should go there if it's forbidden, mostly because I there isn't a forbidden thing that I don't want to look at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about this some links. Again, you. <laughs> You're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> so we, um, we've dropped our Patreon accounts and we have an OnlyFans. Alan will send you a link. <laughs> We take PayPal, Venmo. Cash See, app, you know, take it you off. It's not forbidden. It's allowed. So, like, I can't look at your OnlyFans. Oh, it's forbidden. <laughs> oh, well, no. You've got a new sign up right now, just now. If you say the words forbidden, I'm like, I'm there. We are illegal in 14 states. It's amazing. So, Samuel is trying to kind of come to terms with Rand he mm-hmm. can't really accept the fact that Luce Theron may or may not still be around. He's like, I outlived him. He's gone. Rand's just a bumbling fool that just so happens to have luck on his side. Yeah. And, 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 and so Grindel's afraid like, of him, why don't you kill him yourself, Grendel? And Grendel's like, the Dark Lord has greater plans. And then Samuel's like, is he going to make him nameless? Yeah. So what do, you think? Yeah. what do you think about the word nameless? Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I, I literally have been thinking from the get-go that Rand's going to convert at some point. Yeah. Mm, go to the dark side. Go to the dark yeah, side. Yeah, you, you've thrown that around. And Anakin Skywalker style? Darth Rand. Darth Rand. Darth Rand. So, but he, know, go, he goes dark and then he comes back. Yes. So there goes that theory. Okay. Or does it does that mean we it goes that theory? Or does that mean theory just gets expanded? So, so Star Wars Raven... Uh, Rand. Uh, <laughs> go deep cuts into Star Wars lore. <laughs> well, because I don't think, I mean, if Rand does go bad, which I think is totally a possibility, I don't think he'll stay bad. No, he's got too many children to take care of. My thing is, I think he'll He's got die. twins coming. Yeah, I he... think he's definitely going to die. Does he have twins yeah, coming? You haven't mentioned that back. yet. I think he has twins coming. coming. They think yeah, Aviand is pregnant with twins. Yeah. Is that the way they think he'll get pregnant? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's gonna get all of them pregnant. He just oh, yeah. Started, yeah. I mean, this is. We've only just begun. Yeah, he's a stud. <laughs> he's gonna have like seven kids by the end of this film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he he's gets one pregnant, but I have. Oh my god, yeah. that's what I watched. Sweet Pray and Obey recently on Netflix. It's, on a, Netflix. it's quite a documentary, and it's like all about the plural wives. And we're like, oh my god, but yeah, major trigger warnings, massive trigger warnings. But mm. um, I think I think he will definitely get someone pregnant. I don't know. I when do you think. think it's Avienda again, or just Avienda? <laughs> I don't know if totally for me, but he's gonna get Elaine pregnant for sure. No, but Elaine's the one why who you wa- think she was Elaine, Elaine's the one who wants to plan it out. Like this is when we'll get pregnant, and these this is what we'll name our children, and then Rand's gonna be like, "That's what I think." I, I think it's hard. I know he's gonna get Elaine pregnant because that's the way it's getting power. Uh, yeah, I think it's Elaine. Elaine's gonna be like, "We need to have a baby for the empire." No, it's not. For <laughs> yeah, we need to baby. Her. We need to have a baby for the empire. Yeah, because she's gonna be in charge no, of Tyrion and Camelin, yeah. and they're gonna need to have a baby for the empire. Yeah. She's gonna stay in hiding forever. Versus Avienda, I, I think, think she's smart enough to down that tea at the first opportunity. 
Seven kids. That's how he goes to the dark side. Too many kids. They're all in diapers at the same time with with opposite sleep schedules. <laughs> with opposite sleep schedules. Oh, some dark side fast. <laughs> I know that's right. Alan but had all I, of his hair, I and it, it was in full color when we started this. Yeah, so, uh, but I don't see Avienda getting pregnant. I don't know. I feel like she she down that. She's not so gonna fast. get pregnant. She already is. You think she's oh, no, already the, wise, the wise ones stopped her from downing that tea. This is part of their plan. They need a deeper hold on Rand, one. And two, they need a deeper hold on the other Aiel. And the best way of doing that is by bringing a child into the fold. Sir Francis Bacon. That was his, that was his, that was his theory. I could see it. I mean, I could see it. You don't try it. and be diplomatic and you don't try and no, sign You impregnate them all. You breed with. Yeah. I could see it. I mean, I could see it. I won't. Okay. You know, what, why do you think there's so many mixed people in this world? We're we're trying to. We have a plan. <laughs> there's an agenda. There's an agenda, there's an agenda here. I we just know. feel like the best plan at the apocalypse is like breed as much as possible. Uh, it's not breed as much. It, it, I'm the, working on it. it. Yeah. I've got four, and <laughs> Meredith has two, so we're at six, and we're not necessarily done. There you go. And there you go. We've got so, zero. And Ian, got I've, got a, I've got a couple you can borrow. Ian's yeah, open. So like, you want one? They're all going to be with different types <laughs> yeah. of people, and we're going to be integrated. Like, we're, we're, like this, you have to do it. That's how you make the world a better place. Yeah. I so, have a question. That's very okay. wise. What's your is, question? Is Samuel, is he afraid of Rand, or is he afraid of Luz? Luzy. Mm, I, yeah. yeah that, see, that's a. That's I what. That's what I think is going to bite him in the butt i well, think i think the, the rand is gonna be ironic. what gets him yep but he's freaking out about the lose but yep. rand is trying to suppress the lose and the rand is what samuel doesn't he's know he's planning for lose and that's he's planning for lose. It's gonna be a direct attack yep he thinks that he's gonna have time to fight this and he's gonna be allowed to fight it and he's gonna get Rand and Matt's sneaking manipulative plan, and he's yep. gonna be killed because of it. That's the part he's he he doesn't see coming and he doesn't respect. He doesn't even care yeah. to worry about. He's freaking out about Luz. David and Goliath. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. see it. Yeah. yeah. So after after talking so about when Rand, he has is cheaper by the dozen. Uh, <laughs> After talking about Rand briefly, they go into where the where trying to figure out where Asmodia and Lanfear and Mogedian are. <gasps> That's the question. Yeah. Of wait, wait, the wait. hour. Let me ask you where that. in the world is all of them. All Who of killed them. him? <laughs> Who killed Asmodian? Who killed him? Who do you think? What did I say last time, Alan? I had a theory. You did have a good theory too. Do you want me to remind you or you want to just no, remind me if you if you uh, remember. I remember. I just don't want to tell you. Oh no, say it. What did I say? You said Grandall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Grandall. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It was tell definitely somebody everything. he knew and recognized. Because That's wasn't freaking sad. Because leading up to the showdown, it wasn't just that Ravine was there. There was supposed to be some planned coordinated attack, but then Ravine he ended up being on his own. But the other Forsaken knew that he was there, so there was. Certainly, the opportunity for 
And we know that Grindel has stepped in in other places now. And then afterwards, there was some Aes Sedai that was like, oh my gosh, I have to leave because I'm freaking out. And that could have been Grendel in disguise. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, what Aes Sedai had to leave? There was was some comment about Aes Sedai being there and then dipping out. If Grendel did it, why is she wondering where Asmodean is then? No, 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 no. Pause. Yeah, she's not. Pause. Uh, Allie has a whole thing. Pause. Okay. Because I have a whole thing. I think Grendel did it. And I have a whole thing as to what. Can I can I share? Yeah, Alan, go for it. Can she share? Yep. Yep. Sure. Share? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I think I think he is a hundred percent because Bam. I suspect Grendel. A big reason why is because of the way that he acted when he died, which yeah. is you know. Which right. he would only do that for somebody he was afraid of. So that like rules said, out yeah. Allende, that rules out rules out Egwene, Moraine, like any of those yeah. people, because he wouldn't know to be afraid of them. That pretty much narrows it down to the Forsaken. Right. Agreed. To me. Agreed. To me. That's what I've been thinking. Yep. Right. To me, that narrows it down to the Forsaken. I watch a lot of true crime. So here <laughs> So I have a big He knew the killer. It. Of the she, he knew the killer, and he knew to be afraid of her. Her, and the reason why I think it's a her, right before he died, he shivered. Why would he shiver? We have been set up to know chills. that men channel get chills when there's female channelers it. about. <laughs> Am I wrong, Gus? You're not wrong. You're not Everything she says wrong. is right, Gus. So it's got to be a woman. So that narrows down the forsaken to just female forsaken mcgannian's got an alibi yeah because so, she's enslaved yeah so you so you think she finger blasted him no I totally do no land not finger blasted <laughs> got finger blasted oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping that would show up very nice. <laughs> watch my watch your ask us apparently okay mm. That okay, so I I narrowed it down from she's been on horses, bro. Watch your butt. because she's probably <laughs> maybe dead, but I don't think she's dead. That's my thing. Yeah, I don't think she's land fear. I don't think she's dead. Oh no, I don't think so either. No, or or it's Moraine. too easy. There's no body. Yeah, they went um, somewhere. Do you think I mean, Moraine is dead? No, no, oh, gosh, me neither. No. She, no. There's no body. Everybody okay. was like, "Are you so sad?" I'm like, "Why would I be sad? Why would I be sad?" But Moraine's dead. Back. I'm like. Fool. No, she's not. She's coming <laughs> yeah. in on a unicorn with Tom later she's on. She's coming on a unicorn with Tom. Okay, but those <laughs> two are out of the picture. Right. So that narrows it down to Masana, Grendel, and Semarag. Now, Semarag was an interesting Masana, candidate because Asmodian was afraid of her. <laughs> but we've been in Masana's head and Semarag's head, and both of them claim they don't know. As of this chapter, we've been in Semarag's head as well. Both yeah. of them claim they don't know what happened to Asmodian. Why would they lie in their own head? Grendel, uh, meanwhile, I know somebody that does in that. her own head. But so, so who sent the Midril and the Trolloc to the Stone of Tear? Who sent well, we, the Midril? We, we think Landfear. We think and, no, and, Sam, and no. Samuel thinks Landfear. No. Well, you get an answer to that at some yes. point. Yes. But not from the person who did it. Only people. No, you got it from the. I can't. I can't speculate on that because I know the answer. I'm just gonna look that she had her. That she had her send Midril and Trollet to the Stone of Tear to battle those sent by Samuel. 
That was Simurag. You're right. Yeah, okay. So you yeah, actually, okay, yeah. okay. Simurag, you know the answer to that. Simurag is the one killing all these people behind the scenes, as she's told by the Dark One, because he's trying to eliminate all these additional players that are not following him the way he wants. So why would she lie? And that's why he knows head. how they're dead. Simurag. Why would she lie in her own head? She's like, I don't know what's wrong with what's going on with him. Why would she say that in her own head? What's going on with who? In her POV. She goes, uh, let me, let me, uh, yeah. 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 So in, uh, in her POV in this chapter, she skulked out of sight, but she had never gone so long before without making herself known just to remind them the re- is this, who is this? Is this Masana? No, that's, that's still the conversation between Samuel and Grendel. And Grendel. You're, they're, you're talking, they're talking about Magedian. They're talking about Magedian. No, this Magedian's is Semarag. It's oh, Semarag. Okay. Yeah. Semarag. She skulked out of sight, yada, 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 uh, Asmodian, a traitor, and so doomed, but he really had vanished. Vanished. And then she thinks, if the great lord moved her here secretly, might he not be moving Magedian or Lanfear or even Asmodian? Yes. So she thinks Why would she lie in her own head? In her own head. So that's my theory. This is my theory. So, and Masana in the prologue thought something similar, but Grendel, we got in her head, never thought anything similar that and i don't know again i don't know but i think grendel I did it mixed up. i think you're right i like it i like i this like part. this theory i think grendel did it and i'm gonna die on this hill <laughs> the only hole that i can poke into it is okay i have discovered in the little bit of therapy that i've gone to that there are people who instead of taking a collection of facts as they see them perceive them and then forming a conclusion, there are people in this world that start with the conclusion that they want, and then they fabricate a reality that gets them to that. Are you suggesting that that I'm thinking that way around Grendel? No, I'm so one of your questions was, why would she question that in her own head? Why would she say that in her own head? There are there are people that want a certain outcome, and will tell themselves lies, and then they'll refine the lie to the point where it eventually makes sense, and then they're you know they try to sell it to people. True. So That's it's possible to lie to yourself. People. It do is that. possible to lie to yourself. Yeah. I think that at the same, it's a time, stretch. It seems like there are pockets of Forsaken that are working together, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Grendel and. Lanfear, Samael, and Robin were all kind of working together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and Grindel even makes that point just in this next scene where they're saying, like, how strong does Luce there need to get before you realize that we all have to work together? Like, it's it seems kind of like brush it off, saying, like, uh, Rance is an ignorant boy, he doesn't know what he's doing. And like he's like, he's picked us all on one. Like, we have to work together. Like, we're all yeah. you're next. You one are next. on one. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's gonna do this one on one. And yeah. all the turnings, it doesn't seem like anybody's really done it one-on-one. It's been a combination of right. shit that brings them down. So. But it seems like Damon Dredd is working with Masana and Semarag. And the other four who are alive or were alive, Lanfear, Damon Dredd, or Lanfear, Samuel, Robin, and Grendel were all working together. Yep. But those four were the ones who knew that Asmodian had kind of flipped and yeah. so you'd think that those would be the four with the vested interest of getting rid of him. Correct. Right? Versus the other three. Yep. Granted, he was afraid of those other three, mm-hmm. but 
I think that it was the other four that would probably have an interest in getting rid of him. Lanfear has an alibi. He eliminated the two men as a suspect. Grendel is the the fourth. His reaction wasn't fear either. It It was was no. Yeah, it was like, oh, damn. Well, I didn't read it as surprise. I read it as you know. Well, yeah. But that that could apply to Lanfear because remember in his mind, he's thinking Lanfear is gone, gone. But I think she's tied up. Yeah, she. I I agree. With I you. don't disagree. I, I'm just trying to. Poke no, I know. But like, I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> it's good. Trust me, I, I'm on board I with you. Sleepless nights. This is <laughs> this is the sleepless. Like I've aged because of this series. I truly have. Um, and I like wake him up in the middle of the night. Where I'm like, oh my god! I was thinking about Grendel. I was thinking about Grendel. It's two in the morning. And it's two in the morning. But I'm like, I gotta talk about it because I think that you should record those for bonus episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think that audio only. If it, and I'm so sorry. I don't mean to to like, do it. Take over, hijack, baby. But I, I truly, I've thought about this a lot. I'm like, I, I just, I think that Lanfear is in the world of the thing. And she's hanging out there, not in a good way. I think something bad is happening to her and Moraine. But I, I need to, <laughs> I need to see Allie's murder board. <laughs> but I assume she has the word. I feel like, have you ever seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, where Charlie's yeah. trying to figure out who Pepe Sylvia is? Yes. That's how I feel about who killed Asmodian. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, it's Pepe Sylvia all the way up. But I'm like, I've got like red thread going from one person to another person. But I just, I keep coming back to her. I think it's Grendel. And I also, Semarog, if it were Semarog, would have taken her time. Yeah. From everything we know about her, he would, she would have tortured the shit out of him. Yeah. I feel that. So it's not that. The Forsaken that sits there knitting and just kind of hanging out. That's the one you got to worry about. Yeah, exactly. That's that's extra creepy. You know who who we've been forgetting though? He did it. No, 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 no. I don't. Okay. Someone tried to say this to me the other day and I went, no, because ran, because Asmodian shivered before he died. Who do we know shivers? Men who sent women channeling. It's been from the gets, from the gets. Shivers. The shivers. She shivered his timber. I keep coming Mm. back to the shivers. These are my crack theories, and I will have them. No, will you keep it? I, like it. I think you're doing a good job. This we're is gonna, me. There it is. We're gonna add that to our book, to our to, to Alan's little book of. This like is me. It. You this have you me. have better facts and and, yeah, and whatnot. Like I'll calm down. Theory. I promise. But this is my one thing. This and my theorem. But I won't talk about that here. And, Can we and, just fast forward to whatever book and chapter reveals who killed Asmodian? <laughs> Because I think we need to know right now. We need to re- I think we reveal need to know it right, right now. now. <laughs> Let me tell you, if I'm right, if I'm right, y'all don't want to talk to me because I will be <laughs> And when it's Pat and Fane, I'm gonna be like, hey, that was hey, that was Chris when the unicorn showed up. Let me yep. tell you. Oh, I waited too, boy. I ain't say nothing. I didn't see my any messages. I was like, "There's my unicorn." You were quiet oh, yeah. most of that podcast I until, I it, until I it showed up. I was like, you were like, "Hold up, yeah. Alan. We need to go back a little bit because you skipped <laughs> the best part." 
Alan was I like, feel that. Damn. I feel yeah. that so hard. When you're right about something in these books and everyone made you feel like crap. <laughs> so what do you think we're going to get out of this Aes Sedai that's so important to the Dark One? Mm. I can't say. Dang, that means it's coming gonna... soon. That oh. means we're going to this book. I like it. Oh. We're skipping to Cabriana. We're skipping to this. Yeah. Well, we we, we still we, we still haven't split uh, the guy in half when when uh, Samuel leaves. You got a slice. <laughs> I mean, that was okay. We knew we knew it was a thing. Yeah, we knew, we knew it could happen. Yeah. With who? When Samuel left and splits the guy in half. Okay, wait. I have one question because the other two po- the other podcasts and I who are first time readers apparently disagree on this. Who won that ex- exchange? Who was manipulating whom? Grendel or Samael? Hmm. Oh, Grendel, 100%. Gr- Grendel, because she, she stayed. Person. She kept her shit together. Samuel was was very much flustered. You could tell. He was shook. He showed up shook, and he left shook. That's what I said. I was like, I think Grendel had the upper hand in that conversation. I think she knew how to play him like a book. Because it was yeah. Grendel And she got more out of him Samuel. than he got out of her. It was him manipulating her, her manipulating him for him to manipulate her for her to then turn around and manipulate him. Wait, not that we weaves is wrong. He was manipulating her. Not that we weaves is wrong. Um, they're amazing. I just we apparently disagreed and I wanted a tiebreaker. Well, you got it. She's this is why she when I said from the get-go she has my favorite, it was between her and Simarag because I love the way Simarag handled torture. Mm. I like, mean, there's something I, kind of weirdly hot about it. It, it was. So, it, and, and so it, what made it worse is when she started using pleasure. I'm like, God. I know. I it's like, Simarag now? <laughs> yeah, like, Wait, yeah, yeah, we're there. Can we, can we see your wrist? There. <laughs> are there any are there any bruises? <laughs> you see wear long a, sleeves in the middle been of the tied summer. up lately. It's <laughs> a weightlifting bruise. Oh, that's what well, yeah, that's I felt up the stairs. Yeah. He's I, like I, jokes I on you. That's not where she ties me up. Uh, he's <laughs> fine. He is fine. But like, you know, I t- But uh, he's not saying anything. She is though. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. It was a common accident in the shower, okay? These things happen. <laughs> I just slipped. I, I didn't rinse all the conditioner and he stepped on it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying when she kills him with pleasure, it's a little hot. No? Okay, I'm just going to keep drinking. And she's like, women love a little pain. We're just going to. Just, just a little bit. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. I'm not gonna comment on that. And, but. She, and, she up, and she looks up and she's like, "Oh fuck, I killed him." Like and it's it, a little hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, take it a little too far. <laughs> a little. Yeah. Fuck it, whatever. Let's go find another one. How many times has it just been like, you like that, don't you? You really like that? Uh huh. There you go. There. It's like shit. I didn't mean to take it that far. Okay. <laughs> well, we're here. We're here now. It's like it happened four times. <laughs> so there is a fine. There's a fine line. <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore. What, Alan? What else you got for us? <laughs> Please continue the story, because 
Sivarog, <laughs> like it was between Sivarog and Grendel, and, and they're both my favorite characters, and for all the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're we're there talking about Sivarog's torture. I mean, so Sivarog gets off on the torture stuff. I mean, that's that's what she's she's the torturer, um, and and yeah, she used to be um, a healer too, right? Yeah, she used to be a healer. She called in to heal delicious IPA. Anyway, she's called, she used to be called in to heal, and then she turned and she flipped and went the opposite direction too. Because she's like, you know what? They got upset because I took a little bit of pleasure out of a little bit of pain during my healing. But I did for people. So this is what I think, by the way. I think she's the one that's found a way to reconnect people. Hmm. Reconnect as in they've been gentled or yeah huh so i think she's the one that's most like uh naive Ooh. and i think somewhere there's gonna be like a connection between sarag and naive mm-hmm. because they're both healers okay i no, think because that a showdown between the two of them would be really interesting i think mm-hmm. that more or less because not just because they're healers but because i think that Nynaeve is going to get to that point. It's anger that 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 lets her use her power, and and but or it's the curiosity with reconnecting, and then she's going to find somebody that could teach her stuff well beyond anything she could learn anywhere else. I think that's going to entice her so much because she's going to be like, if I take the bad, I can do so much good with it. Mm, that's dangerous. Well, it's that whole. I mean, I mean to figure out how to put this. And she's there have been plenty that... of things medically over the years that have been accomplished because of very bad medical practices. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're and not it's wrong. That question of like, and I need do the help. ends justify the means? The answer is usually no. No, right. But do we learn a lot in the process? Yeah. Yes. And Nynaeve has no level of importance yet. Like we're looking for that one to kind of flip. And she's really the only one that hasn't been given a an important role. We we have the theory, I have the theory that she might become the uh Amerlin. The next Amerlin, but no. the other thought is she goes to the dark side. Darth mm. <clears throat> Nynaeve. Yeah. I think I had a theory as to who would be Amarlin at this time. I won't say whether or not I'm right. I was thinking Elaine or Egwene. It's going to be Egwene. Right, right now, it feels more Elaine, but I, I think I want Egwene. I don't see Nynaeve. So you think Elaine and you think Nynaeve? I think Egwene. I, I, sure. I, like, I, I can't say whether or not I've even gotten that, but I have I have my own theory. I don't get vibes from Nynaeve. She's too much. Cool. So tell us about your theories, Alex. They don't have to go that far. Do they, <laughs> do they come the, through this book? Time, We're going to get our next Amberlynn in this book. Take yeah, one more sip of your drink and then say it with your chest. So this is interesting. <laughs> at the time that I'm at with you, I thought of Gwen. Yeah. So you think Nynaeve, you think Elaine, and I thought of Gwen. Yeah. No, I said Egwene. He thinks Egwene. Egwene. You think Egwene. Well, so we both think Egwene eventually because of her previous Flicker trip. Flicker moment, whatever. Yeah. yeah. We don't know if this is this reality or is it way in the future or like, what do we, I don't know. I thought her accepted test and some, some of the dream stuff was weird. Yeah. 
But I, I also, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, but that's what I thought liar. at the time. You know, you stop talking a lot when you're lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. I don't know. I know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like, I, I legitimately at the time. But she might have. Think... May, and maybe it might not. It, I wouldn't say a full on lie. She may not know. No. I don't know. But she I'm knows. certain she has more evidence than we currently have. Yeah. <laughs> And so when she can't talk yeah. to you, <laughs> you'll have to wrap up. I don't know. I don't know. At the time, I thought Egwene. Maybe I don't think that anymore. Is what I'll ooh, say. Ooh. I, mm. I think Elaine. I don't think Elaine makes it back to Camelin. I think she gets pulled into White Tower politics. Well, mm. the exiled diaspora. That's a White really Tower 2.0. She'd be well equipped for it. That's she, a exactly. Really thing. She's been raised her whole life to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she can play the role. And remember how the new But Nynaeve's the most powerful. Yeah, that the, might factor in as well. When they were talking about this new group of Aes Sedai that have branched off, when they were talking about who they wanted in there, it might have been Swan who was pushing it. But one of them was talking about how they need somebody young and somebody they could control, but mm. somebody also that has that air of power. It should be someone very strong with, I was about to say with the force, <laughs> but a strong channeler. I mean, it's the same thing. And right. And Elaine fits all of that. Like she's very powerful. She's done many great things. Like her ability to make the, is she making Angriol, Tarangriol? Which one, which ones is she making? Tarangriols. Right. Yeah. yeah. So she's doing these amazing things, but again, how she was raised, all that jazz. And but she's still young enough; she could be controlled. Like she fits the bill of what they're looking for. Yeah, I guess my question is, how do you think an Amarlin gets raised? Um, like, what are the factors that they would consider? I mean, if, if there I, are any, I'm assuming they teach him good manners. Um, <laughs> Have you met one? You know how to share. Um, <laughs> you know, knock before you open a door. You know, that's a good way to raise anybody, really. Just common decency, your basic courtesies. It's, I, I'm, I'm thinking there's a vote. Yeah, a vote. Sure. Yeah. Well, with everything else, there's a test, though. That's true. I mean, even even to be like, uh, wait, what's entry level at the White Tower? Novice. 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 You still have to be tested to see if you can channel. And then to become mm-hmm. accepted, there's a much harder test. And then become full eyes to die, you know, even taking the oath and everything. Um, I'd assume there's some sort of test. Elida. What about her? <laughs> F that B. But uh, who is she? What was she? Red. But what does she do? D's. Is the Amerlin. She's the Amerlin. And how does she do it? She just took that shit. Yeah, but nobody respects it. It was a vote. It was literally, they all got together, the ones that were there. And they were like, well. But they voted yes and accepted it because they knew they could control her and manipulate her. So we know how they become Amelin. They were trying to use There's her. There's a vote. Ah, but she's not the true Amelin. Hmm. It, what if it's something very similar to like the um, clan chiefs that. going to Roydian? Like do maybe, think, obviously not going to Roydian, but Anybody thought they could control Swan? No. She manipulated and got the vote, and she got in. It's politics. 
Yeah, but how does somebody like Swan from her background get there unless there is some sort of trial that she gets through that's undeniable? <laughs> your, no, that's the wrong on your knees. Oh, we sorry, need the one where Moraine tells her. <laughs> on your knees. That's when that show is po- politics. Yeah, politics, schmolitics. That's what it yeah. comes down. Like she if, if it is, then the White Tower the has waters. always been worthless. It has been. Yeah. I mean, there there's a whole reason why we are where we some are. Sort of trial. We lost histories. We lost powers. Even Luke had to carry Yoda on his back and run through fucking a jungle and swing on ropes and vines and shit. I mean, come on. There's got to be a test. Mm -hmm. Well, I think at the end of the day... A position on this council we grant you. (laughs) The rank of master. You are not. (laughs) The fuck is that shit? Mace Windu says that? Oh, we're wow. on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. I why should I don't I shouldn't know that. I shouldn't fucking it's funnier. With, <laughs> it's funnier with a fucked up you nerd. <laughs> but nerd. You might be right. Nerd. I, I'm retconning it in my head to how you nerd. said it was. <laughs> do we have anything else about this book to talk about? I have nothing I, about this chapter, uh, but go ahead and hit the highlights, Alan, and we'll comment pl- on please, it. Please, oh light, please is the last words of this chapter. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. As Sirox smiles, um, as just killed her warrior. Yeah. And that's how we. She's a bad lady. What do you think about Sharon? Shatter. What do you think of Shatter Haran like in the next room over, like listening in? Like, yeah, he's there. He's just chilling, smiling all creepily. Yeah. He's taking notes for the man in charge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the Forsaken think they are the right hand man or woman. For the great lord of the dark but they are not yeah they are pawns is the, the man lord. in charge mm-hmm. yeah he's just like the part of the conscience this this oversized merdral is literally tapped as the right hand man until yeah. until i guess nabless is actually named you know dubbed yeah so so uh anything else we missed from these chapters I'm sure, sure we missed. I'm sure, we missed a lot. I'm sure we did too. <laughs> I don't. Even, it's been covered. <laughs> I don't even think we talked about this book tonight. <laughs> this is I'm great. sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's not your fault, Ali. The fact of the matter is, is there wasn't as long as these chapters were. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that much level of importance. It was all character building. Like we no. got more of Matt. Alan, edit that out. We got so deep into what was actually going on here and our relevant stories and everything. True. I mean, we were all up in that shit. We were. So. <laughs> Matt, we, we built Matt up. We've made him into a more well-rounded character. We've taken the once super lovable character, demonized him, and then we've brought him back to life. And somehow I, mean, I like Grendel. I, and I didn't like an hour before this started, but now I I kind of I kind of want to give her a hug. If you just think of her as like, I kind of want to hug her and tell it's okay. Like it's okay. She was a you did your best, and it was good. And both and of these women, Grendel and Simrog, were both now mind you, Simrog's a little bit twisted in her methods, but they I did great things. Mm-hmm. See, they did great things for everyone, and they just wanted a little bit of pleasure in the moment. Yeah. You know, a little bit of feeling of fulfillment. They just want to live, man. They just want yeah. to live. 
I mean, I don't know. At this at this point in time, at this juncture, where things are harder than ever, giggity. You, you kind of you kind of get it. I don't know some of it. You do like you he, he really. Go, oh, you're right. The housing market's terrible, and working for a nonprofit sucks. <laughs> And uh, the administration is really against you. Hail Satan. I don't know. I guess he's I guess you kind of get it. George is a ma- George is a master manipulator. <laughs> That's what we really need to be focused on. He has created no, you always a- gotta look at the editor though. He has created oh, I didn't think about that. His wife. How much did she change? We don't oh, know. His Harriet. Wife. This is all her. <laughs> this is all her. Like this is where we're getting all this from. Like it's not his genius; it's hers. I mean, he's put the general gist of the story out there, and she's like, "Let me just tweak this shit." Real yeah, quick. this is what you really meant to say, babe. You have got to really think about how much he has created, how he's created this world where we are all so into it that we're talking, and we're we are. What's the word? It starts with the E. We're engrossed. Engrossed, but no, for, for feeling, empathizing. We are empathizing with these oh. characters. Yeah. In yeah. different moments. In different moments. For right. every character, I, I have moments where I'm said... like, yes, yes, yes. And then I have moments with characters where I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, and, and then I, I go back to I yes, say yes, that yes. About everyone. Okay. I go, there are moments where I empathize with all of the Emmons fielders, and there are moments where I'm horrified by all of them. Right, both and I think that's what's brilliant about the series is that there are moments where I really identify with Egwene, and there are moments where I really am horrified by things she does, and there are moments that I feel that with Nynaeve, same thing. Moments where I'm like, I would never act that way, and And, or Matt or Rand or anyone, and I kind of go, but at the same time, we're forgetting always. These are traumatized at the end of the day, almost children. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they are college sophomores, and I, I think trying that's why, to run the world. I think mm-hmm. that's why Chris and I have we've both kind of floated with different characters. The possibility that every single one of them could drift to the dark side mm-hmm. and then maybe come back. It's like because they're I, human, right? And we don't. I'm not anticipating any one person to be totally bad the whole time. No. Or totally good the whole time. Not even the Dark One himself. There's going to be mm-hmm. a... Well, the Dark One's got a role. He's yeah. got a job to play. Like, his job title might suck. The job duties might not be what, you know, we we would want to sign up for, but somebody's got to do it. Maybe the pay was good and he needed the money, you know? Yeah. And so, like, that, like when you... Just taking a look at Matt again... When we first enter the scene, it's the gambler. Mm-hmm. And then it shifts to the lady lover. And then he goes to the general who won't take advantage of his soldiers and the lover of kids. Like, But even though he won't take advantage of his soldiers, the daily inspections, he has high expectations that he's he, a great general. he expects to be maintained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even sure. even those little nuances are tied in there, and and then transition to all right. Let me protect the innocent. Also, I, very important. Jordan really pulls and plays with your emotions, and then again, I I can't help but go back to Simarag and Grendel and think, 
especially Grendel more more than Simrock. Simrock was twisted from the get go. She did amazing things to heal people, and she took a little bit of she took a little bit from them to fulfill a need that she had in herself that she recognized in herself. She knew right. that she was sick and twisted. In so her she, mind, it was a little. Yeah. right in her mind it was a little and And that's the thing is like what is a little in your mind and a lot i mean i have i've had this conversation i mean we all take a little right i've had this conversation with with people in my industry where we talk about people who are like oh we'll just read this draft that's not even close to done and it's like well you understand that like my doing that is an entire day of my life a lot of the time yeah and like things that can be little to some people are not little to other people well so do we grade people on intent from their perspective or do we grade people on the actual effect and result well that's the question always and so that's the thing like well, since the world revolves around me, I'm paying attention to the results. To me, right? Like, yeah. Oh, it's right. a little thing for that's me. That's everybody. And she did great things. She, she did. did things that others could not do. And I feel like if we had one that would flip, it would be the one that gained respect for her awesomeness. If she could say, oh, well, I could reconnect you to the, the one source. Right. Well, it, there are a lot it, of doctors. You got to pay a little bit. For, you got, there's going to be a little bit of pain in this, but in that pain, it's going to be a lot of pleasure. Well, I just watched, mm-hmm. right? You can like sell a, Samurai on pleasure. Dope sick, uh-huh. right? And a lot of the doctors there thought they were doing a good thing, right? Yeah. A yeah. lot of the doctors there thought, oh, well, there are a couple ad- people who get addicted. I'm serious about the Oxycontin <laughs> Right? Crisis. The Oxycontin yeah. crisis, which yeah. has affected people that I know very personally, right? But the folks involved in that thought, well, some people get addicted, right? But it does a lot of good. Mm -hmm. So... What's the logic? It's fine, right? And we're making a lot of money and a lot of people are really benefiting from this and not everybody gets addicted. So it's fine. Yeah, You know know what's worse? There are some people whose lives are ruined from that experience, right? There are a lot of people whose lives are ruined from the experience. And Agreed. so it's like, well, well, also they massively understand, and they yeah, massively understand the addiction of it. But that. like, you know, it's there are plenty of doctors who have gone. Well, what are the ends? The means are justified, and it's like, well, in retrospect, they weren't. But hmm. now we now we know that in it, in hindsight, I, I feel but like I we, feel like Semrog's an interesting parallel to that. Agreed. In some ways. Whenever we bring up these real life comparisons that hit home, I got to put an asterisk on the specific specific mention of like oxycotton and drugs like that that were all sorts of issues there along the way. People tend to think it's people that get into that and then start abusing it. But I personally know a couple of people that were religious in their doctor's appointments and going to pain management oh. and this that, and the other, and in order for things to be effective. And the issues they're having, they have to creep, keep increasing the dosage along the way. And if you were a brand new doctor coming in and looking at what they were taking right now, you were like, holy shit, this person is overdosing on morphine or, or opioids or whatever. But it's just over time because certain things weren't addressed correctly. And they're like, let's just keep feeding drugs towards it. 
and their tolerance yeah. keeps building. I mean, there's a, to, to clarify, that is what I meant is that I right. know people who it's bad in every, it's yeah. been bad in all sorts of directions, every, not just every the demographic. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter where you come mm -hmm. from. Well, it's yeah. a highly addictive substance. So I, yeah. I know people who have gone from zero and then they have a, have a medical issue that requires Oxycontin. And we didn't know back then or even now how much it can affect a person. So it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there are plenty of people who start from a place of good intentions and things really can snowball. And I think it's an interesting parallel with Semarag where it's like, I mean, I'm not saying that it's a one for one. But there are plenty of doctors who set out to do good things. I mean, sure. in Semarag's case, she was like very negative things. I'll treat you and then I'll torture you a little bit just for kicks. But there are one to one potential parallels. Yes, yeah, do that well, I mean, there are one to one potential parallels. So <laughs> so, so, sounds like a surgeon. Uh, All right. Pick up my brother. <laughs> if, if I had stage four cancer and somebody came up to me and they were like, I can cure, cure, you, cure you of your cancer. And you'll never have cancer again, but I am going to finger your butt every night for the, <laughs> for the next six months. I would take the butt fingering, you know? That's true. So like, but maybe, may, so maybe her, her problem was not communicating and getting proper consent, you know? That's so how do you think she's going to approach she delivers Avi and this babies? But at the same time too, it's like, if you are somebody who's a sadistic doctor and you're like, I will cure you, but only with the potential that I will torture you after the fact. I mean, like anyone who is in that situation, like you said, would likely sure. say yes. They're, they're but the here. But the, you know, after effects you still will have issues with. And you're kind of like, well, was this really medically necessary? You could have also just healed me and we would have been cool. And you would have had your hero moment. Like, why did you need to be a torturer on top of everything else? Because right? there's a very thin line between insanity and like, genius. yeah, like you're like I'm consenting to this, but also even if I under, were consenting to duress. this, I wasn't necessarily yeah. aware of what I was consenting to, and it was in a desperate moment. It does that justify what she ends up doing to people? I don't necessarily think so. Hmm. Yeah, and I guess yeah, it's it's sure. interesting. It's all interesting. So, anything else we missed from these chapters? Oh, we did we miss. Pretty thorough. We did miss when Grindel shifted and changed into a frail woman. No, oh, I yeah. talked about that. I did. Yeah, talk Chris about mentioned that. that yeah. yeah. Okay, Chris. Okay. Do we know where Grindel she... is at this point? Yes, we do. That's yeah, Eric demand whatever she wants to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Apparently, right. again, master manipulator. She's so, manipulative. I got in trouble back in the day for talking about how manipulative the Aes Sedai and the women in the book can be. But I say. think personally, the women forsaken are a lot more effective. They are. They're getting stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Alan, what were you so, saying? I was going to say favorite character between Simarog and Grendel, Chris. <laughs> Which one is it? Favorite character from these chapters. It's really yeah. sick for me to even be thinking about these two as my favorite characters. <laughs> but I, I'm more of a, and they both mind fuck them. But see, so that's the thing. <laughs> so Grindel is 
I can't believe I can't believe there was a sorry, I can't believe there's a conversation with anybody, no offense to anybody who stood up for Samuel between Samuel and Delusions and their encounter. Like Samuel was just he was he was weak all throughout that. He was. I feel like it was it was one sided. He got demolished. I'm sorry. Sorry I, to interrupt. I, I, agree. I, I, I agree with you. To agree with you. I, agree I started with you. thinking about that and just the more but there is there not is that, not that Grendel didn't have losses in that encounter, but she didn't show it. No, but Samuel also she learned from it. He also felt like he had an upper hand on her in moments because he's trying to get her to see things his way, trying to get a partnership really established. He He's seeing himself gain some ground, not knowing that they're setting him up to die. But he revealed new information to try and accomplish that Grendel did not. So she gained from it. And that's what I'm saying. She definitely won, but there was a moment where he thought he was succeeding. And in his mind, he did succeed a little. But that's the master manipulation. Exactly. Yeah, that's why. They won. And that is why Grendel, because Grendel's messing with the be. mind. That's where Simrog um, is messing with emotions. Mm-hmm. And so and that's she why. did yeah. not give a safe object. It's no. not cool. No, no safe word. And well, I, you need gags sometimes. Safe object, you know, so you can draw. Yeah. Uh, I like people <laughs> that mess with the mind more than the emotions. So I'm going to say that <laughs> my favorite character this go around, it was Grendel. She okay. really, and she's going to help Rand out in the long run. Well, I, I got to give a shout out to Heavens to Betsy. <sighs> Betsy. She, she followed Matt's lead. Dancing around. I actually appreciated, and we talked about it a little bit, I appreciated that whatever she thought, she just fucking said it. Yep. It does make life easy. Chanel does how, that for me. How many people looked at Matt going, the fuck's he wearing that scarf for? It is so hot. She just went, scarf, burnt, pulls it down. <laughs> oh, you been hung? Was that shit your fault? What the hell's going on? A necklace? <laughs> Did you steal it? Did it? She just, bam, whatever's in her mind comes out. And I need that. In my I'm life. guessing. What do you want for dinner? Let me tell you what I want for dinner. Right. I second guess so much shit in my own head. I do not need to be second guessing what's in somebody else's head. It would. It's just I can't handle that right now. So it's so nice. Like, she know what don't you want? And she'll rattle off a few things she doesn't. What about here? All right, sounds good. Yes. Five minute conversation. We're going Got to it. dinner. Got it. Allie yeah. is like. Eh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Allie, do you have a favorite character from these chapters? I know. Grendel, 100%. Yeah. But oh, Samurai yeah. was in a hot second. And I feel like... <laughs> so, so hot. So hot. <laughs> Personally, I'm a fan of Lord Pears. Stop. Uh, no, you're not. Okay. <laughs> he is beating a child. No, you're not. Okay. No, I'm not. We're going to go on record. We'll take Allie, this against but... beating children. <laughs> All right. We we all know my favorite past teacher. Grendel, a hundred percent. There are moments, um, Allie. It's it's prior teachers. I think she she messed in Samael the whole conversation. <laughs> you fantasize what? about it. What? What do you say? As prior teachers, there are moments where we have to appreciate pair. Pair. Pairs. No, pears. stop. Okay, but. <laughs> No. Ow. Gus, Sorry, get your safe object. But I think Rachel. Rendell came out on top in that Samael conversation 100%. Yeah, 
hundred percent, thousand percent, million percent. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, I think she will probably continue in my mind to best Samayo. Mm. Okay. Because I think she's just smarter than him. I think, I think she is. I think she's smarter than anyway, him. Right? He's what upset because Luz Theron was taller than him and beat him at stones one exactly. time. Exactly. Whatever. That's, well, the, the stones thing is Baylor. Oh, I, whatever. Oh, they Regardless, all freak out about. It, they all have the same issue yeah. as Luz Theron, which is that he was better than them in every way, which prevents and, them from seeing the big picture. Yes, they, it they're does. Not looking at everything, they're very narrow. It does. Yes, they're very, they all have the same freaking plan, which is let me take over a city and become the most popular guy there. Yeah. Yeah. Boring. Dull. Stupid. Um, Very obvious. Boys. Transparent. You you can be on this show whenever you want, Allie. I'm digging all of that. (laughs) You're going to have me on the show whenever whenever you want. I'll be here. Whenever you want. 100%. But Grendel, to me, smarter than Samael. Shows it in this chapter. She's yeah. playing the game within the Emma, game within the game. Hot second, like a doctor who knows what she's doing, knows exactly the right buttons to push. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. 10 out of 10 would watch. I can give you does. pleasure enough yeah. to where you take out your own tongue. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a sadomasochist. This is so good. Are you enjoying it also? Ah, shit, you're uh-huh. dead. Damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I would just, I would There's watch that. what she does from here on out, right? Oh, would you not gosh. watch what she does from here on out? It, it's, it's, a, mean, it, it's a praying mantis. I'm going to look behind me and make sure she's not there. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you're like, I kind of want to see what she does. To other people. I want to know, Alan, Alan yeah. what was your favorite character? Oh, Tamanis. Oh, so. It's your boy. That was an my easy boy. Out, so apparently he's gonna die soon. Look, Always you gotta read to find out, man. I'm not gonna tell yeah. you. Rappo. You gotta give Oliver, Oliver his props. Oliver. Oh, all, uh, good, good Smelly oh, child. Not Oliver. Rolled up. Smelly as fuck. I've dealt with enough smelly children. Got a bad. Thank you. Absolute fucking legend. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I will go like milking the system for freebies. All hail Oliver. If we all pulled an Oliver, I mean who would actually do the work? Oliver, like yeah. it's a gelding. Who would harvest the crop? I know, horse. Who would yeah. and Matt was like, ah, oh, the kids are chill as hell. There's there's, 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 there's right. it's yeah. not a stone. You know? All right, he can be third favorite all of right. the chapters. So I'll put him at sixth. Yeah. At best. Betsy's third. That's his number one for Ian. I I Betsy care. I care about Betsy. So yeah, uh, I was talking about the goat, not the person. So yeah. so, so next time uh, we're doing two chapters again, seven and eight. Uh, a matter of thought, and the storm gathers. Mm. Mm. Yeah. A yeah. matter of thought. You know who thinks a lot. Parent. Is this a parent Shin. chapter? Well, I, mm. I, didn't even, I didn't even look and see what, but it might be. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then a, a gathering of what? Uh, the storm gathers. The storm gathers. That... She's trying to hide her expressions. Yeah. And I'm killing it at it. You're <laughs> killing it. Slay. Are you looking at the next Slay. two chapters and what happens? Yeah. Yep. They're just Ooh. rubbing it in your face, Chris. Mm-hmm. They not only do they know, but they confirmed their knowledge of knowing. double checked just to make sure. <laughs> I'm going to confirm that I am looking at right now what happens, and is they still won't say. Worth coming on another night. 
before. <laughs> if you want to invite me on for another episode, I will be here. I mean, we've made these two chapters three hours of podcast, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. They okay. Make sure Alan. How make long sure would those two chapters be? That's the question. At least three hours. At make least sure they are nothing chapters. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know what? I promise something you nothing. that if if we got invited on for long chapters for like meaty chapters that we would not make you go on longer than we did seven hours about the eighth episode of the show stop talking i'm trying to get us back on the podcast it will be Allie. Allie. you guys you guys are alan already knows we can record for however long it takes and then if need be he can cut it he can cut it he could cut it into two and release them separately it actually helps us get ahead if we go, go for, Alan, if we go for six hours, it helps us. We are oh. content. We are content. That's right. You help <laughs> us get ahead in episodes. Uh, you guys are great. No, you so guys last, are. Last battle. Sign up for it. We'll sign up for it. Yeah, I'm already. Yeah. I'm already signed up. Yeah. We we may finish before you. We may not. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it, it's interesting to pace you. You get to read at. So I'm sorry. I know I'm gonna kind of go off off of the whole event, and we're trying to wrap up. But what pace are you reading at? It's usually two a week. We sped up intermittently in book six. We're gonna sped. We're gonna continue to speed up from time to time, uh, in seven through eleven. Gotcha. Okay. Seven through ten. In the doldrums, you're gonna turn the motor on. Is what you're saying? Your drop sales. Turn the motor. What we're on. saying is I don't we're like gonna to, do one I don't like book to say in the six slog, episodes. But we are gonna do one book in six episodes. I'm not gonna say which book, but if you've read all of them, you know which book. Yeah. It's also the shortest book of the series. Not that book. Not that one. Oh, well, not New yeah. Spring. I'm talking about... Oh, what? You'll You're have talking to... about eight. I'm not talking about eight. I'm oh, no. About we've already finished New Spring. We read yeah. New Spring. We already did New Spring. Oh. Okay. Okay. So we know something you don't. Gus is nicer than Alan. That's yeah, what I, well, I was, I was going to do the publication order. <laughs> we did New <laughs> Spring because we thought the show was going to do some New Spring stuff. Which it kind of did. It really didn't. Like a little tiny. It did a little tiny bit, not Dabbled. enough to justify it. But I mean, you enjoyed no. it. I did. I I loved how gay it is. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I guess from my perspective, it depends on which direction of gayness we're going. <laughs> I think you'll. I think you'll like it. Not that I'm like negative it. towards one. I'm just more positive towards another. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. And I'm positive <laughs> I'm towards both. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, but I think, that, knowing that's you, you may like the direction it goes it. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey-o. Hey-o. Um, so next week, new spring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, this thank is, you for letting oh, us ramble for having all us this. Oh, no, no. This is uh, anytime you want us back, we are happy to be how, here. How about how about for the fi- the final? Uh, do my spot. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, he said it. Two weeks. Oh, two weeks later. I don't think we're gonna have any guests well. for the final. I don't think we're gonna have yeah. any guests offer do my no, spot. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. No, okay. the final is gonna here. be open forum live on a mm. Saturday, and we're gonna start in the morning. And uh, for the last battle, uh, yeah. yeah. Can we be I'm, here before? Are you? Yes, yes, Alan. Wait, are you, wait, are you, wait, 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 wait. Are you are you breaking up the last battle? Or are you gonna do it all in one episode? Oh, we're not doing the last battle in one episode. It's just, okay. it's it's two hundred pages long. I know. <laughs> wait, Alan, 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 Alan. Can we be here prior to demise? Wells? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll I'll, chat. I'll, 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 we'll I'll, chat. Yeah. 
I'm dying. Let's okay. suss it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever you yeah. want. It's your podcast, mostly. Now so I know I, we do have a few guests that are coming on soon. Um, um, we haven't picked out dates yet, but um, I know um, like uh, Nerdy Nightly. I don't know if you guys watch them at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're they're going to come on once they catch up. Nice. Because they're behind us and they're reading at a really fast pace. Um, okay. So, well, um, whenever you like, we're okay. always happy to be here. Thank you for having Yay. us. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. Thanks yeah. for coming. Y'all are fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Allie and Gus, where can we find you? Oh, yeah. Hey, we're called Wheel Takes Podcast. It says that under us, but if you're listening to this, you don't know that. We're on uh, book seven. We just now are starting book seven. Our book six finale will be coming out either, we're about to go record the finale episode. We are. So we'll see how how much stamina we have for that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're all over the place. Discord. Discord. Mm-hmm. You just you just hit me up and uh, we'll we'll hang out and talk about books and you can listen to us talk about books. It's fun. Yeah. These books, The Wheel of Time in particular, just to be clear, this is not a podcast about other books. And yes. we're married. That's that's, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So officially as of last September. That's us. Awesome. Yeah. And and awesome. it's got to be a great marriage because I'm looking at you and listening to you guys, and I don't know who's luckier. So maybe that means Aww. both of you are. <laughs> I'm luckier. Oh, yeah. how, how cute. By the it's, way, it's Aww. definitely Gus. This <laughs> board has been phenomenal. No, wait. It's me who is luckier that I have Gus. That's what I meant to say. There you yeah. go. There you go. Miss Bourne is phenomenal for those that need another book. Miss Bourne, I, I started it as Alan has told me to. We have been talking about Cosmere next. Yeah. yeah. Yes. When yeah. we're done with Miss Bourne's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. The magic After... system, it's one of my favorite magic systems ever. Like, it's just so much fun. <laughs> it is pretty cool. <laughs> After reading, you know, Skyward and all of those, and then finding out that there's still another book and I gotta wait for a minute, I'm like, all right, so I guess I do like some Sanderson. So, Miss Bourne's yeah. been awesome, yeah, cool. So, how we can be found is same as uh, well, not exactly the same as Alan and Gus, but um, on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, oh, yeah, all, 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 all the places, yeah. We, I mean, we, we don't do as well as you got, you guys produce TikTok, MySpace. So I, I, get oh. on the, I, I put my phone up and I'm just like, hi guys, I have an episode coming out. I'm watching. We uh, <laughs> just mess around. I just, uh, I, I love TikTok. Fans, up, fans from only. From like the, the deepest part of my soul. So I'm always like on the, on the clock app. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to see silly TikToks about the wheel. Check out time, Alan's. Alan. Yeah. And also <laughs> ours. Also you ours. Want. But go to Alan's yeah. first. But Alan's it, and you can also go to our website and find links to everything. It's thewillofreads.com. Uh, they'll have links to all sorts of things like like our episodes, our YouTube, our um, baby clothes, uh, our merch, our baby clothes, our merchandise. We do sell baby clothes. Um, we have our own baby clothes line. I'm wearing <laughs> one of the baby shirts right now. Yeah, we have onesies. We do <laughs> have onesies. I think we have three. Three. Oh, you look strapping. Um, so if you have kids, or are expecting. We do have onesies uh, for kids. We're uh, for not. Dogs. But we'll um, buy one anyway. Oh yeah, uh, um, you know they what? Make great Alan, gifts. They make great Alan, gifts. Um, Alan, yeah. just just send them one. Just send them one straight oh, out of Tarvalon. Sure. Send them one. Straight, yeah, or just, just in le- case. It says just left Tarvalon. Oh, I did. Tarvalon. I did tell Gus. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> he might. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I told Gus, I was like, we might have kids before we finish this book series. Oh, <laughs> having a baby wear a just left Tarvalon. Oh, oh my yeah. God. What's better? 
So th this will be telling. If Gus has no plans to have children, he's going to try and put it on like a man thong. He's like, how does this, where do I put the legs? Where does this go? I just, need yeah. more flexibility uh, here. Yeah. Yeah. Just we plan on having kids before the end. So I told yeah. Gus, I was like, we might have kids before the end. At of our podcast. pace, it's entirely possible. There you Where's go. Was it? Uh, All right, Alan, send him one. Alan, I'll, 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 I'll send you. Um, <laughs> Will you take a picture of it, of it in it? Yeah. So, so yeah, onesies you can get that with stickers, all sorts of stuff in the store. So, Wait, you guys have the store. Baby girl was born right beforehand, but how far? How before? Before, Alan? What? <laughs> number how two. What? How far before was number two born before we started? Uh, number two is uh, we started in January. Baby two was born in November. Yeah, like you had this brainchild before you had her. Wow. Wait, you're on three now yeah. or four? <laughs> I'm at three. And Danny and Brett had number two while they were doing the pod. Yeah. So yeah, so the the onesies we have napping and intention. I just show. keep collecting them from other people. We have just yes. left Tarvalin, born with the spark, and mother's milk in a cup are our onesies. So we that's what you named your children? No, those are our, those are our onesies. Oh, <laughs> 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 Have you agreed to that? What? Yeah, I mean, I love it, kids. but geez. Uh, yeah, okay. it's a good check it out. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, go support us on Patreon too. We're adding new perks um, all the time. Actually, there's a couple of reworking I'm doing. I haven't finished that yet, but yeah, go check it out. Um, come Patreon. I heard there's us. one where you might get to see Ian in the shower. That's <laughs> OnlyFans. That's OnlyFans. Oh, that's right. That's right. So... <laughs> Anyways, that's it. That's all I got for this week, guys. Until next time. Thank you for having us. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.